It's hard to balance life and a full-time job and still enjoy the things in your life you're passionate about. If you're passionate sports, every Monday and Thursday, join me as we talk about the day's biggest sports topics, the previews, game analysis, the infusion of music and sports, and rumors in the sports world. If you love sports and want a new, fresh perspective from a sports podcast, this is the show for you. I'm your host, Keith Johnson, and this is Sports Fans Only. Now let's talk some damn sports.
toast today, career. The perfect combination, boy. Legends in the South. This is sports fans' only home for the hottest sports show around. These guys are on fire. You're now listening to KJ and Sean Mack. Welcome back to Sports Fans Only. I am your host, KJ, and that over there is Sean Mack, and we are back from our two-week hiatus. We're starting, uh, this is season four, I think. Yeah, this is season four, man, and man, does the time fly by. Can't believe we've been doing this for 11 months now, man. 11 whole months. What's good, Sean Mack? How you doing, bro? Doing well, baby. Good to see you. Good to be here. Yeah, it is good to be here, man. I hate taking these uh, these weeks off, but we had a lot going on. We had a lot to get through, and it was just a perfect time to take a break. So uh, we're back, and um, we got these NBA finals we want to dive into later on the show, but uh, we're going to speak on it a little bit in this intro real quick. Uh, a lot of other things. We got the, what, Major League Baseball's, uh, they're in full swing with their playoffs. I don't think there's ever been a time where all these sports were going at the same time, right? This is the first time in history. Yeah, yeah. They maybe had one, I think, World War Two, Something like Something that. Something like that, yeah, yeah. But, you know, back then you didn't really have the social media push and you really didn't have a hard TV following. So Yeah, that's true. That, that, that's that's very true. Um, but, yeah, I, I like it. Plus, you got the NHL playoffs. So you, you got pretty much all four major sports playing at the same time. And uh, I love it. I mean, I hope it never happens again because that means something terrible and horrific happened just like it's happening now. But I can yeah. I can live with it right now going, well, we, we went about four months with no sports before this. Yeah, so, yeah. You know what I'm wondering? If you – I was like, will they actually like this format and just do this from here on out? And I'm like, uh, nah, because then you would have months without sports. My biggest thing is it seemed like something's going to be off regardless because basketball would have been started already uh well the summer league would have been over and yeah they probably would have camp would have probably started October. yeah so what are they start november uh mid-november preseason starts so what are they gonna do now they're gonna start mid-october preseason starts now are they starting in january now i don't know but it seems like to me unless you shorten the season you're gonna always be behind or just have one more shortened season and then start fresh the season after yeah, baseball is the only sport that's actually on track. Yeah, because they just said, you know what, we're going to shorten the season. I can't believe it's over. Honestly, we we need to talk about that. That was horrible. Yeah, it was. That wasn't baseball. That's not – what's the equivalent? How many games they played? They, they played 62, and you're supposed to play 162. So what? That's like uh, that's like playing 23 games? Yeah, and, basically. No, like playing – 20 like 25 games in basketball you can't you can't you can't judge a champion on that no i mean come on cincinnati one of the playoff games last night it was zero zero and i think it went into extra innings that's because it was two horrible teams it was cincinnati and somebody else i forget was it the marlins it was cincinnati and somebody and i'm like good lord this isn't this isn't playoff baseball this is this is like beginning of the season baseball like I, i i don't know i don't know well you know speaking on a sport not resembling itself. Did you see what Pippen said? He agreed with he agreed he agreed with what we said maybe two weeks ago. I I heard partial what he said. What did he say? Fill me in. He said, uh, "That's not playoff NBA basketball. That's actually park ball." 
exactly what we said like two weeks ago when we was talking about just looking at it. The eye test, that did not look like prime NBA middle of playoffs basketball. That looked like rec ball. Yeah. That's pretty much what he said. I mean, like you said, we said this before. You can go back a few shows ago. I think it was the LeBron bubble show that we did. Well, Orlando yeah. buses bubble. I think that's what we called it. But anyway, um, we said that. And, you know, I tend to kind of lean to counting it only because they played like 80% of their season. So you had a yeah. good indication on, so like in basketball, unlike baseball, the right teams made it in. I don't think there was any team in basketball that you said, oh, they shouldn't have been there. You know, oh, I think all no. the correct teams were there, right? You would agree? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they all were. It was just the whole, to me, it's the format of the playoff. And when it seemed like basketball really suffers for not having fans in the, well, it's not really the fans. To me, it's the home court advantage, Yeah, which leads to fans. But yeah. that's also the other team traveling. Yep. The other team uh, trying to prep on short notice and yep. short days during the playoffs. None of that. And even the quality of play that's on the floor actually sucks it looks like i walked into a gym picking rolls no defense is being played no lakers stepping it up with the defense but still just looks weird it looks very weird yeah it's it's odd and um you also can't forget well you said the fans already but just the the intensity is not really there now there's certain teams that bring it every night like the lakers is one of those teams I, i haven't really seen them slack but you could see, like, Milwaukee, they just seemed like they weren't the same team. Yeah, they didn't want to be there. No, they didn't want to be there. Uh, Remember, we spoke on the bench players. Yep, Bench yep. players play well at home. Yep. And Stars I th- up on the road. Yep, and I think the Clippers as well, I think if there was fans and it was normal, those problems might have been underlying underneath the surface, but I don't think they would have came to the surface the way they did if they weren't in the circumstances. The Diva and Paul George came out even more because of the circumstance, I, I think. 100%. Yeah. And another thing is, I feel, speaking on Doc Rivers right now, no coach, unless he was already on the chopping block before the season end in the bubble and COVID-19 hit, no coach should be held accountable and be fired with bubble play. D'Antoni, yes, he was already on the chopping block. Like I said, he, he was on the hot seat. Doc, it was no indication that Doc was on a hot seat. No, not at all. And actually, all indications led to them meeting the Lakers in the Western Conference Final. I think what it was, did you see his record in Game 7s? It's, it's real bad. He has a losing record. It's like 6-9 and nine or 6-10. and ten. It's not good. And then on top of that. But you can't count this Game 7. It was can't. 3-1. They shouldn't have even made it there. Yeah, but they, they were up 3-1, though, and they lost. To a team that pretty much everybody knew wasn't as good as them. If, would you have fired him? Uh, I don't know. If I was that dude, the, the guy that bought the team, that that he was there already. So maybe he feels like, you know what, I want to get my own guy in there who I think yeah. has, you know, who I, I'm confident in. Maybe that was a situation, but I don't know. I don't know. He might have yeah, been listening I don't to Twitter. Think he deserved to be fired, especially in the bubble, bro. Like, come on, man. No. I, I think you could have given him one more year. Do I think yeah, he's that, the guy for the, the job, next- though? Do you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he would. I think they would have made it to the conference finals and had a good battle with uh, the Lakers if the bubble didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. I can't I, I can't deny that. I, I can't deny that. Um, what are your thoughts on this uh, Tennessee-Pittsburgh game that's being canceled? Do you think that's the right move? Uh, yeah. You're going to have to. You don't want you don't want it to spread to because, uh, you know, you only got a week off before they play again, and that means they would give it to the next team or – 
you have locker room germs too, right? For yeah. the opposing team that's coming into either or they are either one of their homes. Yeah. And I think you just got to play it safe. But remember, I did call this. I, I, I'm not 100% right yet. But uh, when I saw that it had spread to the NFL, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I remember I said a few weeks ago before it even started that they will not make it past Christmas with football. I hope that's not the case. It very well could be the case. But I, I look at it like this. Baseball hasn't had not one positive test in all of baseball with all the teams in the last, I think, three or four weeks. So if they can get – well, and that's only one month, though, so – Football's yeah, got to go out, another four. Came out the gate with it. Yeah, I know. Remember uh, the Marlins? Yeah, the Marlins. A couple of teams. I think St. Louis. There was a few teams that had an issue with it. They kind of got it under control. I th- see. Baseball is a little different because you're spending three nights because you have series in baseball. So your team is spending three, four nights in one city. Then you get on a plane. You go to another city. Football. You travel once. You stay in that city one, one and two nights, and then you travel back. So I don't know. I guess I guess we'll yeah. see what happens. And baseball, for those that don't know, the schedule is regional. Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna be Miami traveling to LA. Yeah, that's they don't true. like that. They have it all regional. And yeah, that's because you spend less time on the plane or the bus or whatever it is. Yeah, less encounters with other human beings. Yeah, stuff like that. stuff like that. And yeah, so uh, that's a good. So anyway, guys, uh, we have a real. Dope show for you guys. We have uh, Etris Price. I've mentioned him many times. Every time we talk about Norwalk legends, we usually bring him up. Uh, he's one of the big dogs uh, in Norwalk as far as sports goes. Uh, you got your Calvin Murphys, which he's on a level all by himself. But you got your Calvin Murphys, your Rita Williams, who played in the WNBA, Travis Sims, who had a, a WBO boxing belt. I forget which title it was, but uh, during uh, Oscar De La Hoya's reign as champion, he had a belt. They were actually supposed to fight. But anyway, to make a long story short, him, Etris, you know, those are like the Mount Rushmores of uh, Norwalk sports. We have him on the show today, so we're going to talk about his f- football journey, what his thoughts are on the NBA championship, talk a little NFL with him, and uh, just get into his life and see what he's up to nowadays and talk about his past uh, accolades in football. So we're going to get into that next after the music break. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about, Sean, before we head off out of here? Uh, nothing I want to talk about, but there is something I want to say. What's that? Let's go. Let's get him. Girl, I got to get. Have you ever been to Spain in the slow lane, homie? Yo, man, playing bad it right, no pain, no gain. Let me show you what your body is made for. Everything is on me, and it's all paid for. Bubble up, get in trouble up, and raise your level up. Come on. Put your heart in, I beg your pardon I fly away in my secret garden I've been thinking for the longest time All your blowing trees are on that wine Why you act like I can't be the only one for you Smell a boo breeze, pop bottles on the regular. 
I toast to good smokes, meet your kin folks and try to get next to you. Goodbye the line, light head down south and get your mind right. Sex so good you can't believe it. Later on we can have some kids. That's what it is. Whoa. I'm not a player, but I'm still a man. There's just some things you gotta understand. Well, girl, you know I ride for you, but sometimes you just put me through so much. When I wanna give it to you, and I know that if you get your way, you'll have me feeling for you every day. Your smile, your Malibu breeze, pop bottles on the radio. I toast to good smokes, meet your kin folks, and try to get next to you. Goodbye the limelight, head down south and get your mind right. Sex so good you can't believe it. Later on we can have some kids. That's what it is. Now let the game begin. Next to you, your Lexus coupe, my photo Bentley, the Dre just sent me. Millionaire Boys Club and my wrist freeze Me and Jacob gotta understand that I don't spend cheese And I don't see no rock on your hands So my question to you is Where's your man? She said he been doing movies lately In game you got a baby face Then she split like Tracy I don't chase him, I replace him Let him run away, watch him come back like Mason She a ATL freak, she get A-Town stunt But she never been fucked on the beach In silk Chanel sheets And it feel good, baby She looked back at me and said, you so crazy After that, she played me I asked her, whose pussy is this? And she screamed out James. And now that I have put it all out on, on the, the line, line Close the deal and break the hands of time Your king, king my queen, queen A wedding ring for you Introduce myself, my name is Humpty Pronounced with the umpty Yo ladies, oh how I like to funk thee And all the rappers in the top ten Please allow me to bump thee I'm stepping tall y'all And just like Humpty Dumpty You're gonna fall when the stereos pump me I like to rhyme, I like my beats funky 
funky, I'm spunky. I like my oatmeal lumpy. I'm sick with this. Straight gangster Mac. But sometimes I get ridiculous. I'll eat up all your crackers and your licorice. Oh, yo, fat girl. Come here, are you ticklish? Yeah, I called you fat. Look at me, I'm skinny. It never stopped me from getting busy. I'm a freak. I like the girls with the boom. I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. I'm crazy. Allow me to amaze thee. They say I'm ugly, but it just don't faze me. I'm still getting in the girls' pants, and I even got my own dance. Humpty nose will tickle your rear. My nose is big. Uh-uh, I'm not ashamed. Big like a pickle. I'm still getting paid. I get laid by the ladies. You know I'm in charge. Both how I'm living and my nose is large. I get stupid. I shoot an arrow like Cupid. I use a word that don't mean nothing. Like looped it. I sang on do what you like. And if you missed it, I'm the one who said just grab them in the biscuits. Also told you that I like to bite. Well, yeah, I guess it's obvious. I also like to write. All you had to do was give Humpty a chance. And now I'm gonna do my dance. The Humpty Dance. I do the hop. 
again, the underground is in the house. I'd like to send a shout out to the whole world. Keep on doing the Humpty Dance. And to all the ladies, peace and humpiness forever. good everybody it's your boy kj here at sports fans only now this is a sports fans only public announcement so i had to cut in here and do this little commercial for you guys so i just want to let you know collectively we started our own clothing line it's called sfo clothing it's going to be mostly sporting apparel it's going to be like t-shirts hats hoodies track suits and it's going to be for women and men uh, we started with just the t-shirts you always got to start somewhere so we started with the t-shirts you can find those at www dot sportsfansonlyshow.com again that's www.sportsfansonlyshow.com all one word it's spelled exactly the way it sounds head over there get yourself a t-shirt represent for the crew now it's just t-shirts for right now but i promise you in a few weeks the hoodies are going to start coming in and uh the women's clothes are going to start coming in and stuff like that so just keep an eye on it just keep going to the site and I promise you the inventory is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. You get the point. So anyway, this is KJ and uh, let's get back to the fellas. You're now listening to KJ and Sean Mack. Now let's talk some damn sports. Welcome back to Sports Fans Only, and it's your host, KJ, and that's Sean Mack. And as promised, we have one of the top dogs. When I say Norwalk Legends, now I know you guys have been listening. If you've been listening, I know a lot of our fans have been. I've always mentioned Norwalk Sports Legends. And like I was just saying before, you have your Calvin Murphys, you have your Travis Sims, you have your Rita Williams. And this man right here that I have on the line is amongst those elite people. He's from cut from that cloth and uh Etris Price clap it up for him uh Sean <laughs> What's good my brother it's been a long time I've been trying to get this dude on the on the show for the longest but 
he has he has blessed us with his presence, and I, I truly appreciate. It. I know you're busy, so uh, what's good with you? How you been? How you been? And I appreciate you, Keith. Man, keep doing your thing, man. Hey, I appreciate everything it. Is well, man, everything is well, man. That, that tribute is something you know. I appreciate it. Wow. Yeah, man. I always want to give. The people I look up to, and there's a lot of other people that look up to what you did. You brought so much pride to, to Norwalk and uh, Fairfield County. When you hit that field, man, there's just so much pride. It's kind of, come from your eyes, you probably can't really understand it. But coming from us, seeing one of our own people that we chill with, we, we were in classes together. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we know this dude, and he's out here shining yeah. like this. You were on, like, a national stage back at that time. So, um, Well, you, you, you know, it's, like you said, you know. I grew up on Bryan Avenue, Adamson Avenue, Lexington Avenue, you know, Lebrano, you know, we, we all walked those streets, you know, it was, it, it's good to, you know I mean, to know people from back then and, and, and see you guys doing well, man. I, I appreciate that, brother. I, I remember Thanksgiving days, they would have the, the football games down there at, uh, what was that called? Nash down there? Um, yes, yes, back yes. Back in the day, Jason and Carlos and all them. But that's what, you know what I mean, quiet is kept. That's what that's what I think was the big difference, man. You know what I mean? That kind of honed my skills. Because I remember those, those football games with you guys, and then I would go play with the older guys up in the baseball field. Oh, wow. You know, I didn't those, know that. Yeah, those older guys wasn't taking it easy on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, nah, we used to play basketball with the older cats over there, man. All those cats, is, those ones that kept me, kept me right. And and we're definitely going we're going to definitely get into that because I had a lot of questions that I've never had answered and since you're here I'm going to ask you. Uh, but before we get into that, um, since it's uh, NBA championship time and things like that, I had a little trivia for you and Sean Matt. Sean Matt doesn't know the answers neither. Since you guys are sports fans, trouble, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's get into it. Um, let's see here. Do you guys know the most points LeBron James has ever scored in an NBA game? NBA game, NBA or playoffs, game. either or. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 55. Uh, Sean, you're closer. It's 56. He did that against the Toronto Raptors in 2005. That's it. That was actually his. That was his second year in the NBA. That's crazy. I didn't know what? that. Yeah. Wow. Um. Uh. Let's see here. LeBron James shares a birthday with another big time athlete. I'm talking about big. He's just as big as LeBron James, and their birthdays are December 30th. What sport? Uh, Kobe. No, nah, I can't give that up. You would get it. Not not Kobe. I'm gonna come out. The it's box. not basketball. Let's go with Lance Armstrong. <laughs> nope. So y'all both gave y'all this Tiger Woods. Okay. Oh, yep, Tiger Woods. Um, let's see here. LeBron James wore number nine in the Summer Olympics. What other NBA great player wore that same number in the Olympics? Jordan. Jordan. Yep, got that one. Um, LeBron James is the youngest player to score 2,000 points in his career. Name the other NBA player who did it faster. No, no, I'm sorry. LeBron is the fastest. Whose record did he break to get the mm. fastest to 2,000 in their career? I would say Kobe, but Kobe didn't start them first year. Uh, Kevin Garnett. Nope. Eaters? Uh, first to 2,000? Uh, Magic. Nope. You, you, had it, you had it, Sean, but you changed your mind. You went to Garnett. It was Kobe. You said oh, it, I, was I, it was Kobe. Yep. Damn. Yep. Yep. Um, let's see what else we got here. Oh, LeBron James. Uh, he won the Rookie of the Year in 2004. Uh, who did he beat out? 2004. Oh, rookie Year. Rookie Year. Carmelo. Yep. Carmelo. Yep. Carmelo Anthony. All right. So we're gonna go the to Knicks. a little. What's What's that? The Knicks. Yep. <laughs> Uh, well, actually, you can't really you can't claim him. E. Hey, he's a Denver Nugget. Oh, how long did he play for Denver? About seven. And how long did he play for the Knicks? 
Oh, man. <laughs> if he, when he goes in the Hall of Fame, he's going to get Nick. You think so? Definitely. They need they need they need something. They they definitely need something. They need to win. Um now this is a few stats real quick and then we're gonna head right into the interview. Um let's see here. Assists. LeBron James is third all time. Who are the two players above him? Stockton, Stockton and Magic. And Magic. Yep. Uh, let's see here. What else we got here? Uh defensive rebounds. No, this is regular season. Wait, is this regular season? No, this is playoffs. I'm sorry, but y'all were both right. So for playoffs, um defensive rebounds, LeBron is number two with one thousand nine hundred and seven. Who's number one? Ben Wallace. Tim nope, Tim Duncan. He just got that. Ah, uh, Duncan. Yeah, he yeah. played like, yeah, he Methuselah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you're both going to get this one. Three-pointers made. LeBron is number two all-time with 401. Who's number one? Chef. Chef Curry. Yep, Chef. He's number yeah. one. Yeah. That dude done passed up so many dudes so so quick. Um, yeah. Ray Allen. Uh, who after him? Uh, let's see here. Ray Allen, yep. And then uh, Clay Thompson. Then you got Manu Ginobili, Reggie Miller, James Harden, Kevin Durant, J.R. Smith, Kobe Bryant. I'm surprised Kevin Durant's not higher on that list. Mm. He got time. Yeah. Yeah, he got time. Yeah, he yeah. definitely, he definitely got time. Um, let's see here. Is that it? Oh, and then one more. Um, let's see here. What do we got here? We have, I think that might be it. Field goals made, nah. And, of course, points scored. There's two players above LeBron. He's number three now, and you guys know it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah Kareem and um, who else? Jo- Jordan. Nope. Will. Jordan? Who'd you say, E? Will, Will Chamberlain? Nope. Kareem. You have Kareem. Yeah, Carmelo. He got Carmelo. That's who I was I always about. forget Carmelo. He has such a long career, though. But, yeah, uh, he was eating. For a long time. Long, long time. So anyway, let's get into this interview, man. So um, I know a lot of people, they've been saying, yo, you got to get Eatress. You got to get Eatress. I'm like, I'm trying, man. So here he is, y'all. I hope y'all appreciate this. So uh, let's get into it. Um, a lot of people don't know that you were an above average basketball player. They might Actually, that might not be giving you enough credit. You were, I say from a scale of one to ten, you were easily eight, seven and a half, eight. Uh, you averaged, what about? Well, well, you it was, it, you know what I mean? It was all right. It was a good run. You know what I mean? It was. It got me ready for football. No, it definitely did. And you, you averaged, though. You averaged like 20 points a game um, for your career. It was like between 18 and 20. I was looking it up. Between seven to nine rebounds. So you definitely got it in in basketball. You played lacrosse. Oh, yeah, yeah, nah. uh, lacrosse you played. Um, track. Track. Yeah, nah. you know, we stayed busy. That's what's up, man. Did you ever Did you ever take basketball or lacrosse series? Like, did you ever say, you know, I could do something with oh, this? I, you know what I mean? Like that was my thing was basketball. Yeah. You know, it was it was you know once I got to high school, high football kind of took over. But you know, basketball was my thing. I used to you know walk across town just looking for places to play ball. That was it. I remember you had that lean dunk just like Jordan. Remember Jordan had the little lean the lean joint. He used to always do they always win the dunk contest and everything like yeah. that. And like you, we, we you've been around a lot of basketball. I'm, you know, we cool with. I'm cool with your peoples. Yeah, exactly. Ken, Kenji and Mike yeah. and all them. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, brother. I remember. I don't know, you guys. This is a little off subject, but you remember the Ponis Talent Show? Like this dude's the talented dude. He did the. Uh, you remember what you did for the uh-huh. talent? Show? Yeah. He did. So he danced your chance to do the. Yo, this dude. It was him. I think it was uh, Louis Mike Tomlin, but he played. Wow. He played. He played uh, Humpty. You did the main. You had the main yeah. joint, yo. The joint. The joint was dope, man. I just wanted to <laughs> tell you that. Um, yeah. So were you all, what was that? Say it again. That whole show was good. Yeah, everything, man. People were singing and dancing yeah. and everything. I think Levon Gay and uh, Joey Hernandez yeah. sung. 
yeah, it was a great time, man. So uh, with football, were you always a linebacker, running back, or did you ever play any other position, like in Pop Warner? Well, growing up, they always had me at like an outside linebacker or defensive end, you know what I mean? But for the most part, it was just go get the whoever gets the football. Okay, I got you. And, that's, and then I kind of morphed around and played a bunch of different positions from there. Now, I was asking Jay Hall this question because he, he was always in shape, just like you were. But you were always so massive. So I wanted to ask you, when did weightlifting begin for you? Because by the time you were in eighth grade, you were already bigger than everybody. So when did when when did you start? Or were you just naturally big? That that summer going into summer going into freshman year. Oh, that's when you really started hitting the weights. That's when I really started hitting the weights. Now was it with the older cats, or were you who were you lifting with at that time? Well, no, you. You know what I mean? You just start going to – you're going to be a freshman in high school, so you start going to the weight room for football in preseason. Oh, I got they you. Just, now you can start going to the weight room. So that was – you know, that's what that's when I first really got a good taste of that culture and that what McMahon was, was starting to grow into. Okay, okay. Uh, Idris, Sean Mack here. I had a question because growing up, we used to do a little lifting. My dad would always tell us don't overlift. He was like, you can tighten your muscles and shorten your growth. Is that true? Uh, what do you mean, as a kid? Yeah, like, yeah, like growing up, me and my brother, he's five years older than me, so he'll be 15 and I'll be like 10 years old, and my dad always used to tell us, because he had a bench and some weights, he would always tell us not to overlift, and I never quite got that, but I never actually could ask someone that was like, you know, that your stature and someone that well, was in know, the weight room a lot. Can you overlift growing up as a kid? I believe so, you know what I mean? And you can, you can start lifting too early, I believe, but each kid is different, you know, like, like, like he was saying, you know, if, if, if someone got me in the weight room at seventh grade, it would have been perfectly fine for me to lift. You know what I mean? I was ready. Yeah. Some gotcha. kids, you know what I mean? Some kids ain't ready. And, gotcha. and to me, to me, the most important part of everything is flexibility and speed. Got gotcha, you, mm. got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Now, do you, 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 did you have Coy? Did you have him in the weight room early, or did he just start around the same time you did? No, it's weird because my son, he was originally, he was a, he, he's a better wrestler than he's almost a football player. You know, he, he won multiple state championships yeah. as a youth. Yeah, yeah. And that was, that kind of lifting is kind of different. I remember, man, you know, we can't eat much tonight because you got to be underweight for a, a tournament. So, oh, okay. You know, yeah, so that really, really, really started eighth grade. You know what I mean? By that time, he was ready to go. Gotcha. So, um, what are your favorite moments playing high school football? And what are your fondest? And this is kind of a two-part question. Your fondest memories, just in general, and your fondest mem- memory of that undefeated that nineteen ninety four season. Well, you know, wow. So I'll say my couple of my favorite moments of high that high school years, those years as a youth, it was just you know, I mean the relationships and the friendships you know I developed with cats and from the neighborhood and you know and and you know I, I met my wife in that school you know what i'm saying the first yeah. day of day of freshman year i met my wife and i fell in love the first time i ever saw her you know what i mean so yeah. you know that was that part stuff like that is what i kind of remember most and obviously you know football you know that fcx that 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 94 year was was amazing but i remember years my freshman year with george smith and you know, Matt Presley and big Jason Hall, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like these Om- guys, Omar. Yeah. Yeah. Omar, these attractive boys, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they, they, they got it going. Yeah. All right. Now, Idris, same thing. I told Jay Hall when I moved up here in 99, <laughs> I'm Kenji's cousin. Uh, when I yeah, moved yeah, up yeah. here in 99, I couldn't, 
All I heard was that damn 94 season, man. They wouldn't stop talking about it. I mean, Keith, Kenji, Mike, they just kept talking about that season. And I'm like, damn, man, was it that great? And it was like, oh, man, you had to be there, boy. And I'm like, damn. So I knew a lot about you from the moment I landed in in Connecticut about that 94 season. That shit's like classic to me. And I'm not even from here. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, like, you know what I mean? A lot of things went into that like behind the scenes of years of you know coming up short yeah and then it, it, it and it exploded and everybody got behind it and the town got behind it and it was a it just started rolling and then you know i mean we just was trying to hold on at that point yeah it was a yeah. beautiful 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 thing and like i said if you i'm sure you felt it but just to see the school spirit and we're going to talk about this a little later they don't have that it, it, well, at least in Norwalk, and you go to Darien and New Canaan, they got these whole cheering sections, and they be going crazy. But Norwalk, you know, you know, I, you know, I, I kind of disagree to a certain point. You know, I, right now I'm, I work at McMahon. Uh-huh. Oh, do and, you? I didn't you know, know that. Yeah, so you know, what I mean, and before the COVID, you know, now it's all it's completely, completely different now. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like you know, the climate here is there, there's a lot of there's a lot of school spirit. It's just you know, what I mean, the football teams need to come around. So that school spirit started getting started getting focused into the stands. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the the, the climate here. You know what I mean? It's 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 very. I like it. Oh, okay. So all right. So maybe I'm mistaken. Now I know when they they get in at the football game. I'm more or less. Now is that more for like uh, just because they like doing it, or are they really cheering the football team? Like before it was yeah, man football. Like you know you were proud yeah, about it. I mean, I, once again, you know. I really, myself, you know what I mean? I get to hit up two or three games because I'm usually playing at the same time. Uh-huh. You know? But, you know, I, you know what I mean? It, it's all right. I'm just talking about the climate in the school, like the daily, daily. Day. We have red, white, and blue day. And yeah. Everybody has red, white, and blue. The I, school, you know, they in, they in uniforms, they in costumes. It's crazy. No, I see I see what you're saying. The, 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 the school spirit's there. I just don't think it's focused towards the football team. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Katie, Katie let me tell you. My daughter is a freshman, Olivia. Uh-huh. She goes to McMahon. She comes to me last night, and she was like, you got camouflage? You got camouflage? I'm like, why? She was like, well, she plays soccer. Uh-huh. She's like, uh, we play our rivalry for our first game, which is tonight. I was like, why the camouflage? She was like, well, whoever the ducks are, she was like, we hunt ducks, so we come in and camouflage. I'm like oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so they yeah, get they yeah. get they get down like that. They really into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's some that's some school spirit for you. I'm like, I'll be out there to watch the game tonight. But I'm like, the coach said they was like, Yeah, yeah, they're the ducks and we hunt ducks, so we come in their camouflage. And they got this little rant they do before they get on the field. Okay. Like, well, rude, rude, rude. I, I stand correct. I stand corrected then. I I didn't I didn't realize now I haven't been in McMahon. You can't just go in McMahon, right? You you have to nah. be a teacher or a student. You gotta have some reason. Sometimes, yeah. So I haven't, I haven't seen that. And when my daughter was going, I saw a little bit of that. But um, so I stand corrected. So I just think it's that it's not focused the way it was back when we were going to school. All we had was the football team. It was, it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, plus, I mean, we were, we were good. Yeah. We were great. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> not good. Great. Great. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, let's see here. Now, your your thirty rushing touchdowns, your junior year, that stood that record stood for a while, right? Nobody or has somebody broken that? Or you're not sure? Uh, in the league, they've had that. That's not a league record anymore, but it's a it's a city record. Yeah, definitely a city record. So, oh, so somebody beat that thirty touchdowns within the league. Okay. So, so that you know, what I mean, they playing thirteen, fourteen games sometimes. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You guys only played 12 in total, right? Yeah. And there was no uh, state playoffs back then. It was no. playoffs. There were no, you know, no league playoffs, no state playoffs, no nothing. Got you. Got you. Now, um, now I don't know if everybody knows. He didn't play his senior year at McMahon. He went to Milford Academy. Um, did you have mixed feelings of not being able to play your senior year, or you were just ready to move to the no, next level? Weird. Like, I, like you know I mean, I kind of was very lucky that people already let me know. Like, you know, I mean, this is what what it's going to be. You know, let's start getting let's start getting the plan in. So I was I knew already freshman year that senior year I'm gonna have to go find somewhere else to play. Oh, so you were prepared for that already? Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I remember Milford Academy coming, recruiting me sophomore year and saying, all right, well, this is what you're going to do once you finish here. Like, they they wanted me to leave earlier. I visited a couple of private schools, you know what I mean? It was, it was... Yeah, I think the only people in Norwalk at that time going to private school playing football was, I don't know if you know Basil Greenwood and Billy Greenwood. Do you, did you know them? I know of them. You know of them. They went to King. They were like the only dudes I really knew back then that were going. But times... Yeah, no, I went and visited King. Did you? I remember. Yep, I remember the AD. Al Oreo was the AD or football coach, something like that. Were they good back then? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I didn't even know they existed back then. I knew it was St. Luke's, but I didn't. I didn't even know they really. Um, I wasn't. Mad. Yeah. Um, so, how crazy was the college recruitment process? Like, did were, were colleges? Well, just... the, the, the big thing is, you know, I mean, my I got my first offer my junior year at McMahon, and it was University of Maryland. Wow. Um, and from there, you know, I didn't really get much. I didn't get anything else after that. But going into my senior year, I went to Milford Academy. Uh-huh. And my Milford Academy was, you know, one of the best post-grad private school situations in the country. We That year, we have had we had 42 Division One football players. Damn, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. It, and I went there and, I went there and, and, you know, super preps, Northeast Defensive Player of the Year and, you know, All-American and, you know, I, mean, I remember my uh, Tom Osborne came up to see me. You know, the Florida State, everybody. I, my five visits was Clemson, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, Florida State, Miami. That you can't get, especially at that time, Alabama was kind of they they weren't yeah, Alabama. Yeah, so um, my, for the state, Derek Brooks and them boys. Yeah, more that. That was my favorite team, man. That was definitely my favorite team. Yeah, um, that's, I wanted to be Ray Lewis so bad. I went down there and I got, I started arguing with the Florida boys, man. I was like, nah, I will never come here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just for, so uh, everybody knows if you go on YouTube and you type in Eatrich Price, Milford Academy highlights, his whole, uh, you you were there one year, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's (laughs) his, his, he has a highlight film from that year and you want to see destruction. You want to see a man playing. And even then that was top tier elite, competition and you were just running I was like look like high school all over again man you were just running people over and throwing them across the field and we were a good we were also good you know I mean we probably played college JV teams we played junior colleges you yeah, know that was army that that that's crazy man I know well, now did your brother um did, did he always go to your games yeah my brother every my, my family my mom you know what I'm saying that's what they always in my corner now that's what's up, man. That's uh, like I said. Um, now we never were those games on TV. Those Milford Academy games, they weren't right. You couldn't catch nah. those on like Channel Twelve. And uh, okay, got you. Um, so, no, go ahead. What'd you say? No, I'm saying that 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 level it wouldn't be on TV. No. Nah. Oh, okay. Um, so once you left there, you ended up going to New Haven. And uh, how? What, how? Let me see. How long? Did you make a conscious effort to say 
because I'm in New Haven, which was a good, they're Division Two, right? Or they won Double A. Yep. Division Two. Division Two. Now, since you were there, um, I don't want to get into the other stuff, but because you were there, um, did you make it a point that you wanted to dominate Division Two football? Because you did. You were All American there too, right? Yeah. No. You know, it was. It was. It's. It's. Uh, it's a case of making the best out of the situation. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's. It could go two different ways. You know, and there was. And that at that time, University of New Haven was a a spot where a lot of guys that, you know, kind of had to fall to down, back down to University of New Haven because of all the situations. Yes. And and because of the the fact that University of New Haven played the one double A schedule, you know, it attracted players in my position. Oh okay. You know? Okay. Now- yeah. Played UMass, we played Villanova, you know. So it was, it was, it was, it wasn't bad. It was a good situation. I made a good, a, a, a okay situation to a great situation for me. I ended up being a, a big fish in a small pond. Yeah, and and they always say that if you if you can do that, it doesn't matter where you play. Then the NFL will come looking for you. So oh, they will um, find yeah. you. They'll definitely find yeah. you. Now, what was the coach that used to? I don't know. It was Tony, the guy who used to coach for the Miami Dolphins. Was he the coach when you were there, or no? No, uh, no, he wasn't there. My head coach was Darren Rizzi. Darren Rizzi now he's. He's bounced around the NFL a bunch. He's he's a big time uh, special teams coach. Okay, got you, got you. So, uh, Tony Sperano, he came later. Yeah, he came after. Sperano is the guy you're talking about. Yes, that's right. Um, now, do you think if you did go to a bigger school or finish through your big a bigger school, do you think that you would have been drafted higher? I always thought that that was always my thought. Do you think that looking uh, back, it's it's hard to say. You know what I mean? Because you know, I still. The measurables are the measurables. Yeah. You know what I mean? At that, you know, but I don't, I, you know. You even I'm spend time so, thinking about that. Well, I had more exposure. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know yeah. I mean? To me, it's a no-brainer. You definitely would have. Yeah. Yeah. Your, 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 your physical traits and everything, Just if yeah. you, you would have went to Florida State or whatever the case may be, you would have been playing well, against that other talent. And, if I stayed at Clemson, it would be a different deal. Yeah. It definitely, it definitely would have been. I mean, but that's neither here nor there. Um, it is yep. what it is. Um, <clears throat> so I always want to ask you this question because, you know, I'm a lifelong Patriot fan. Now, for you guys who don't know, he was uh, picked up by the New York dra- uh, Jets, undrafted free agent, correct? Yep. And you spent uh, – you on their practice team. And, yep. and And from there you went to the Patriots? Yep. Right. Once you're like you're on a you're on a practice squad for somebody, you know, my other teams could just pick you up. Okay. Okay. So, so I, ended up, I ended up, but they ended up putting me as a running back. Oh, the Patriots did? Yeah, I played running back with the Patriots. Wow. I what? played fullback. Wow, I had no I, I didn't even know you uh they were even yeah. looking at you for that side of the yeah. ball in the NFL. So, so the, my agent, you know, I mean, just to, you know, cover all angles, one day he was like, "Why don't you, you know, run some some balls out of the backfield?" And, and, and run some routes and, you know, do some running back stuff. I was like, oh, I know this. Yeah. <laughs> I know this. Yeah, no. And then, you know, he sent it. He happened to just send it to him. And they were like, oh, we'll take him. And I was playing linebacker with the Jets. Brought me over to play fullback for the Patriots. Now, how how was uh, – is Bill Belichick, is he – did you even spend that much time around him or not really? <laughs> well, you know, he's, he's basically the OC, you know what I mean? So he's running all the meetings, you know what I mean? I didn't – I didn't, you know, have coffee with him, but yeah. running meetings and running practice and walking around doing drills and stuff. Okay. All right. Yeah, so I never met somebody that played for the Patriots. I know you, you don't like the Patriots, right? Let's just get that out there. No, you, I, you no I respect the Patriots. You know, I respect the Patriots. I'm a lifelong Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so the, the yeah. anguish 
headache. Yeah, I'm just saying, over the last 10 years, we pretty much beat you all the time. So that's got to leave some type of... Yeah, I'm sick. It's all good. I don't don't like them. No, I remember uh, that season, preseason, we was by Kenji partaking in what we do. And it was like, oh, shit. Idris gonna play in the preseason game. Oh, that's the Jets game. Yeah, yep. The Jets game. It was Jets. You was there. He yep. came, yeah, he came down and cracked somebody on the uh, punt. Yeah, uh, was a kickoff. It was a kickoff or something because yeah. you play special teams too, right? Right? E? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had to play special yeah, teams. Was what was it against yeah. the Steelers? Was it the Steelers? I, it was the at first, the Jets. The first game I ever it was played was. I think it was the Steelers. I think it was the Steelers. We played not. It's, it's the first game. It was the Jets versus the Pittsburgh. The first game I ever played in. It was Jets versus Patriots. I mean, the Steelers. And the reason I'll never forget it is because I remember when we were in the middle of the game, and uh, you remember Amos Zeroway? Yep. He was the running back. I and, remember this. <laughs> yeah. I remember. <laughs> he was the running back. And and I was playing linebacker, and, and the certain plays, my job was to, to mirror the running back. So yep. he ran like a bubble, so he flared out into the outside in the field. I dropped back, and they threw it to him. So I'm closing. I've never seen anybody ever do the move he made. <laughs> I remember. And, yeah, like I, I didn't think he saw me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was going to ear hole him. Yeah. He, like, backspinned and sucked and juked and spent everybody. I've never heard the crowd ever like that in my life. Ooh. I remember that. You went one way and he went the other way. I was like, Dad. so I, I'm assuming that it moves so much faster than you were used to as far as real game time speed. Is that the fastest? Well, you know, at that point, we've been practicing a while, but it was just, I thought I, he didn't see me. I didn't realize cats, you know what I mean? That's the first time I realized you, they, these cats got eyes in the back of their head. Oh, okay. I, I, he saw me. And he stopped, spent, and everything. I remember we were all sitting there watching. I don't know if you remember that specific play, Sean, but I was right there watching, and I was like, oh, damn it. I hope he doesn't. Did you get cut not too long after? I know I'm not saying it's because of that, but how how long, not cut, released? How long well, after? Well, I played two, two games. That was in week three I got. That's why I had to go, though, to the Jets. They, I got picked up during the season and went to the Patriots. Yeah, because you, you were right there, man, because it, mu- it must have been a hard decision because you, you had made it through all the preseason games for the most part, right? It is what it is, man, you know? Yeah, that's that's got to be tough. I mean, I know a lot of times people have regrets and stuff like that, but no sense of having regrets. You you experience a lot of things that people will never no, get to experience. No, no, no. I've been this, this game of football. I've been all over the world. I, it put me through college, you know what I mean? I, the, the moments I've had with this game is, you know, immeasurable. And, I'm, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Now, how was it going over to Europe? How was that whole situation? Amazing. Amazing, you know. It, it, I was in Germany. Oh wow! I was NFL Europe and Germany, and the great thing about that league is, you know, you it's all over. It's in Barcelona. It's in, it's in Berlin. Yeah. It's in Paris, London. It's in Scotland. It's in Paris. You know what I mean? You so so each week you're you're going to these places and spending a few days, and, you know, playing football and drinking beer and eating pretzels and you know, all the food from there. <laughs> I know it was beautiful, man. I know as pro athletes, was the was the women a problem? I mean, I know you had women throwing themselves at you. you had to. No, I was, by that time I was married, man. Oh, you was married already by then? Yeah, I got. Yeah, I was married. You know, what I mean, we, we we got married. I had my son the summer of my 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 the, the, the spur after my son was born the night of the Super Bowl. Oh, I had to, wow, that's crazy. So that summer I went to Europe. And that's it, a crazy. 
for, for for you guys who don't know, you you got a ring with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Yep. And you got because you were on the practice squad. I saw. Now was that preseason that picture that I I posted up on Facebook, or was that during the season? And you were tackling uh, somebody. Oh uh, no, that's that's. I think that that got to be probably preseason. Okay. Okay. And that's when Warren I, Sapp I, and all of them were there. That's the old plan. Yeah, I, I can't. I couldn't see who the dude was on the ground, but it looked like you were trying to. <laughs> looked like you were trying to strip the ball. Hey, I always wanted to ask you: Do you remember? It's a little off subject, but I just I wanted to get to this before we got out of here. You, there was a situation in high school where you came into the gym. I don't oh, even know. Here we go. Yeah, I had to ask him. Yeah, I don't know what was going on through his head. So he comes into the gym. Me and Gene are chilling. He just walks in the gym. He looks at Gene. He starts smiling. He walks up to Gene and completely rips his jeans completely off his body. <laughs> do, you, do you remember doing that? <laughs> you got to remember, man. Me and Gene was a long time, man. That was my man. No, I know it was. It just, what made you do that? I don't, it's like you just came in, did it, and walked back out. It's like something <laughs> from Family Guy. Nah, you're making things up over here, man. No. You're awful crazy. <laughs> This toy for ratings, man. <laughs> yo, I wish we had Gino. Yo, what's up with your man? Yo, yo that man had to wear plaid tight funny, shorts. Man, yo, he the, the shorts he had to wear after I heard because he had a butt like, found. <laughs> yeah, he had some more ratings here, man. <laughs> yo, the funniest <laughs> thing I ever seen in my life. Yo, everybody grows up, man. You know, I tell everybody, he just is the coolest dude. I don't want to make him seem like he was a bully or nothing. Not by any. <laughs> But he was just like a, I told him, he's like a Suge Knight type of dude. Like, he's not trying to take your lunch money or none of that, but he will. You did it to me. I forgot about what? this. We was in chemistry class, and you just came up. Remember remember the movie uh, Baby Boy with Tyrese? Mm-hmm. All right. Remember when mm-hmm. Vin, Vin Rames, they, they they were having an argument, and, and, and Tyrese in was room. in yep. the living room, and Tyrese was just sitting there. He was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, you better get out of here. And then Vin Rames runs behind him and throws him in the choke yeah. hole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you know you remember doing that to me in chemistry class for no reason. Again, he just here we go for the ratings. Here we go. <laughs> this man, this big ass yo. Imagine this big yo just for no reason. And you know he let go. Oh, he man. smiled at me. And we... <laughs> Come on, man. Stop it, man. Yo, yo, man. I know a whole nother eaters, and we, and that's it. That's all the. I'm not going down no more memory lanes. Nobody else. <laughs> It was good days, man. It was nah, it was, man. It was good days in high school. <laughs> Those days were priceless, man. I know you laughing over there. You remember that shit. You remember. <laughs> I know you remember the Gene one. Gene grew up together, man. So Gene know what it is. Yeah, he <laughs> Yeah, we all did, man. I lived on Adamson. You lived on Ad- I mean, I used to love George. Lived on Ryan. Um, yeah. I used Jason. to love it. Yeah. Jason. Yeah, man. And I also wanted to ask you, and we're almost done with this because I know you about to, you got to get out of here. But um, were you around when uh, I think you had moved already when Jason's uh, father uh, shot his mother? Were you gone already? Nah, we was over there, but I wasn't around that day. You wasn't around that day, but you were yeah, living. I, you were living around. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that that was crazy. Yeah, that whole situation. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, yeah I don't want to really get into. It. I just didn't know yeah, if he was still living. Details. Over. No, no, yeah. I just didn't. I didn't know anything about that. But yeah, yeah, horrible. Sorry, sorry to hear that. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, your son, man. I, I see. I, I've been following him too. And when you were talking about the wrestling, I seen that he's been a wrestling champion. He's missed everything in wrestling and even in football. Um, how is it having a son playing football to kind of not really following your footsteps, but yeah, kind of following your footsteps? Oh, well, you know, like I said, it's 
this is this is a byproduct of a of of football. You know what I mean? Football, the sport of football and the game of football is is giving me these opportunities to spend with my son that you know that are priceless. You know what I mean? I've I've coached him all the way since he was on the Norwalk Packers, the little youth team, all the way to him being a senior right now. And you know, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm you know what I mean? It's it's awesome, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does he know yeah, what school he's? I used to see you out there at. It's a middle school in Norwalk. I forget the name. I used to see you out there because my son's uh, two years older and he played for the Packers with Coach Dnem. And I used yeah, to come yeah. out there and wait for y'all to finish sometimes at that little hill by the baseball field. And I yeah. used to see you out there working with your son and stuff. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Can't leave it up to someone else. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. You're doing now, a great Jesus, job. What would you rather him? What would you rather him play or participate in? You rather him go to college for wrestling or uh, a football? Or can you do both? Oh, you know I mean, at this point now, it's football. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But you know, and to me, it's like we're we're taking the path of it, you know. It sounds crazy, but you know, it's it's about the, the academics. At academics is number one. You know what I mean? Like we talk mm-hmm. about we talk about go Division One and school. You know what I mean? Don't worry about yeah. Division One football. Let's yeah. go Division One school. Yeah. You know, so the schools he's looking at right now are what we consider, you know, close to being some of the top schools. You know, it's, you know, it's not Ivy League, but it's just below Ivy League. So, yeah. you know, in a good situation. That's good, man. That's that's good. To, and now we, like, people like me and you, Idris, and I'm pretty sure Sean and Kenji, you know, people, we didn't really take our take our uh, school as serious as we probably should have. Um, where, where does Coy oh, get that from? Is that just? Well, did, you know what I mean? Obviously, you know, his mother is very smart. His mother, you know, runs a, a multi-billion dollar, million dollar company. Oh, I didn't she's know that. Head, yeah, she's a head of uh, Lillian August Designs. Oh, wow. And, and you know, she was very smart. But once again, you know, we're emphasizing it. You know what I mean? And, and from the early days in the, in, in the environment he's at, you know, he's around like-minded people. Gotcha. It, it was thought. Yeah, we, we definitely didn't hang around necessarily the you know, when it came to education, we didn't really hang around the best people. No, I hung around people that going to all seven of my classes was considered lame. Yeah. Yeah, nah, nah. You going to all your classes today, bro? Like, yeah, trying. No. No, like I was, we would get there late. Yep. Get there when we could. Yep. Skip if you felt like it. All, all types of stuff, man. We would, yeah, it was like a part-time job. That that's good, man. Well, I'm glad to see your family's doing good. I'm glad to see your son's doing good. Give me some update. I, well, I'll keep following them anyway. Um, I see. It seems like every other week you guys are going to a new school now. So it's a. It's yeah, a he, he narrowed it down. I, I, well, he's in the process of narrowing it down. You know, he likes Amherst. He likes Bolden. Uh, he likes Colby. He likes a few schools. Colby's a great know? school. All those schools are great schools as far as yeah. academics, mm-hmm. man. Um, yeah. Like I say, academics first there. All them places, academics is first. And then that's what counts. What is it, like 1% make it to the NFL or some some crazy number, 2% of people make it to the NFL. So you, you, you your best interest is to go to a, a school that emphasizes it, it, education. They'll find you. Yeah, exactly. And they'll find you. If you're good enough, they'll definitely find you. So, um now, does he have any highlight tapes on on Huddle or whatever? Oh uh, yeah, you just got. I don't. You know, what I mean, you got to put his name in there, and I don't know. Is it just look under Coy Price or St. Luke's, and I'm sure it's something to come up. New yeah. Canaan Connect. Okay, so everybody listening, if you guys just want to see, you know, what's going on with uh, his son, you can get his past highlights on Huddle. That's H U D L dot com. 
go on there, type yeah. in Koi Price, K-O-Y Price, spelled just like it yeah. sounds. And uh, yeah, check out his highlight films, man. And like I said, also go to YouTube and check out Eatrice Price's Milford Academy days. I thought the, the McMahon highlight <laughs> tape was up there, but somebody either took it down or it's not I, up. Or people get these some of these videos. Do, do you have the highlight one? You you, you got the McMahon one? Uh, yeah, I got, I'm sure I got it somewhere. Somebody okay. recently gave me, they were clearing out a closet and they had all the DVDs. The the VHSs. Oh wow! I don't, I don't even know where to, where to play a VHS anymore. <laughs> even if I had yeah. a VHS, somebody to go find that VCR. Yeah, but anyway, brother man, I appreciate you coming on. I'm pretty sure everybody's gonna love listening to this. We're gonna put this out later on tonight. So if you have anybody who's uh, waiting to listen to it, it'll be out later on, probably around eight nine o'clock tonight. I'll have it ready. We're gonna throw some of that Wu Tang music that you love. We're gonna throw yeah, that man. in the middle in there, and uh, we're gonna make it a good time, man. So you sit back, we listen, you know, have a beer, or something. I promise you, you're gonna enjoy it. So, um, like I said, appreciate I appreciate it. it, brother. All right, man. Be well, man. I mean, Stay you up. too, you no, too, no, brother. You no, take care. You wait, wait, wait. Before you go, we gotta clap it up, man. Huh? Prize. Don't the man, the myth, the legend. That's right, baby. All right, brother. You take care, man. Peace. 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 All right, that went well. So yeah, that was uh. You brought up the gene thing. I had to bring that up. I, I had to get you were let it go. I thought you were gonna let it go. Nah, I had so. to get. I had to get that. And I actually, I actually got through all my questions. See, you could tell he's been interviewed. You see how yeah. how short he he gets to the point. And this isn't a shot to anybody else. No, you almost want a little bit more from him, but oh. he gives you just enough to keep it moving it just, and keep the process going on the interview. I, I, Unlike I, a few other people <laughs> that we've had that. Uh, there were good shows, but that you know, yeah. you, you ask them a question and they will go. They they they're not afraid to answer in full length. So, um, I definitely appreciate that. And if actually, if you go on YouTube as well, he's got past interviews with like when he was with the Philadelphia Soul. I didn't get a chance to talk about that. He played for the Arena League for years, for like seven eight years. Didn't get a chance to talk about that. But if you go to YouTube, type in Etris Price. That's all you got to type in. I D R I S Price. And all his arena interviews, arena league interviews, and stuff like that will pop up. And so you can kind of get a gist of what, what a beast this dude truly was. So uh, we appreciate his time on the show. And uh, I think it's time to get into this Wu-Tang, man. He loves some Wu-Tang. He said that's his favorite group. So we're going to give the man what he wants. We're going to get into this Wu-Tang. 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 Let's get it. <laughs> this is Sports Fans Only. That's KJ. No. I'm KJ. That's Sean Matt. Wait, wait a minute. When I become you, bro, I don't, I don't know, man. Let's do that again. This is Sports Fans Only. I'm KJ. That's Sean Matt, and we'll be right back. Ah. Lord. Mm-hmm. Put a penny in the loafer Forget times up in the ghetto We had penny in Walona You know I stretch a quota Got a rock cause I'm a roller And I'm bolder than a hard rock is Cause I'm a stoner 
I need closure And you rappers need to wake up and smell of begonias You about to be gone Big shot caller, I'm here to pop and cone Little league ballers can get popped, I warned ya Who put the person in persona Putting hands up on the person, close the curtains on the rhyme Pack a llama, catch me lurking, I'm your karma Sleeping on me, even worse, I get you murked in your pajamas You can try, but you'll never understand me I plan to give it to you raw, get a plan B Y'all be racing to the cash, that's a Grand Prix I go Ricky Bobby for that bag, that's a guarantee uh, That's a guarantee Ricky Bobby for that bag, that's a guarantee I'm still working on them commas While the system try and curb me, ain't no mercy from your honor That's the problem when you come up from the bottom Couldn't even get Bin Laden till we voted for Obama I ain't a minor, teen spirit ain't Nirvana's Call me pro map, it's clear this kind of syrup ain't your mama's Baby mama drama, trying to act like she Madonna Like a virgin, but I'm certain that this person a piranha Man, need a Jeffrey Dahmer If it's straight, hit a stand and kill a fan, that's Katana A rapper getting roasted in a room, that's a sauna Straps in the room, is Shaolin versus the Llama why should I threat when I can promise With that money saved for college You can go and pay me homage If you do the knowledge You would notice I was solid By the time you check your pockets I already got your wallet You can try but you never understand me I plan to give it to you raw Get a plan B Y'all be racing to the cash That's a Grand Prix I go Ricky Bobby for that bag That's a guarantee No doubt coming through La Costa Nostra Johnny Blaze Lou Diamond, Tony Stark, Universal Frontier, Original Blood Clot, Black Boys. Who come to get you none? They want guns? I'll be the first to set off shit, laugh to run. Who roll together as one? I call my brother's son cause he shine like one. Check it. Scriptures hit the body like sword off shoddy. Like my hair naughty and my nose piece snotty. Fuck a nigga hottie, that whole pussy probably. Burn like the deserts of Mugabe for red. Ain't nothing fraudulent here, we pioneer. Commandeer a new frontier, this be the root, yeah. 36 chambers of fear, huh? You lost it. Information leaking out your forces. Hmm, time to forfeit your crown and leave the ground. There's a new sheriff in town holding it down. It's the two holster, shit shot smoker. Wanted dead or alive, bounty on the poster. Wild in the west, a student of my culture, and life is the test. Hold up. Let a nigga catch his breath I'm still paying dues and the last one is death Back to the essence with that shit you stressing This rap profession Now beat the cow The son of the shout I'll bless my style Criminology pays the last times of days Johnny fucking blaze This goes for niggas who know Who will go like Yayo, Lelo Plus cooling in Barbados Weekends be giving me much shit The touch shit Stay cool, Papa See you with enough shit Back at the lava Cracks bagged up Your niggas act up What? Blow up their workers If they have the senoritas Fucking up a storm, buying guards, margaritas Sucking his dick up in the whip, long Designed for round crime, nigga Jail time jiggers, the niggas up in hype Niggas lighting niggas, silks while he wear Figaro chain, yeah, Jake's beware Black rap millionaires, rock ears Leather goose bears, blowing this shit 1-800 Gambino niggas, yeah Solid gold, blowing the shine Solid gold, the sun, cause he Solid gold crown is shining with blinding lights from diamonds. I'm reclining the sky on the cloud with silver liners, double breasted, bulletproof vested, rubber protected. The heart to rip cage, the chest and solo plexus, casting stones, cracking 206 bones. And watch your ass get thrown to a sea of fire and brimstone. How dare you approach it with dim poems? The over thing like no rubbing gleam, soul with a soul 
soldier mean? The grand exquisite, imperial wizard, or is it the resurrector come to pay your ass a visit? Local biochemical, universal giant, the black general, licking shots that they be crocking. On the bicentennial, happy millennium, 2000, microchips, two shots of penicillin, builds up your adrenaline, sun, it's time for bouting. It's a model you're resembling, a niggas who like following. Trapped inside your pocket like a genius out the bottling. God stepping forth upon holy ground of the track. It's the sound that surrounds and hurts me like I'm under attack. So I decided to bite down on the mic. So the pain of the track will deny the fact that I'm the master for what lurks. Is an expert that hurts the individual who tried to visualize under. Cause I strike like thunder. Niggas couldn't stand my heat. It's unbearable. My wisdom fucks up your respiratory systems. A fractured by the killer tactics. Style is ragged and thoughts are mad jagged. Into the entity. My vicinity is 360 degrees of humidity. Represent the school of hard knocks and locks. My clan is house and got mad monster blocks. So feel the force of impact from the eye inside of the gat as I attack the track. From the blind side of the pack Starks past the chrome Watch a nigga get blown Out his motherfucking dome Peace, deceased, laid to rest Who come to get you none They want guns I'll be the first to set off shit Laugh to run Who roll together as one I'll call my brother's son Cause he shine like one Yup, yo, I got this under my way Move, give me room Holding up your saloon Clean sweep like a broom Full moves make me high Like a wolf out of breath Soon the own woo cologne To her genius on depth So step back Goodfellas Vito, bestsellers become novels A man rocking headbands, silk scarves and tams Early age British walkers, playboys, mocks and shams The laser B vocalist does well in symphonies Bad days, plot to snatch ice without a Tiffany's Remember them kids that came off with 8 million Robbed the brink and I labeled them royal pavilions The flower heads must have been stupid Tell me how to fuck black niggas get caught with all that new kid There's jet money, underground money, submarines and rings Too bad you fucked up dummies It's Sean Mack, back with a look on this day in sports history, October 2nd. In 1906, Canadian world heavyweight boxing champion Tommy Burns, KO's American challenger, fireman Jim Flynn in 15 rounds to retain his title in Los Angeles, California. In 1921, New York Yankee outfielder Beirut hits his then record 59th home run in a 7-6 win over his former team, the Boston Red Sox, at the Polo Grounds. In 1947, New York Yankee catcher Yogi Berra hits his first pinch hit home run in Baseball World Series history. Love Yogi. Love all the little catchphrases. He was beautiful. Rest in peace. In 1974, future Baseball Hall of Famer, right fielder Hank Aaron hits his final home run as a member of the Atlanta Braves. In 1980, 38-year-old Muhammad Ali comes out of two-year retirement to challenge undefeated world heavyweight champion Larry Holmes at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. I really wish he didn't come out of retirement. I think that led to a lot of his problems down the line. Rest in peace, Muhammad Ali. In 1983, wide receiver Art Monk begins an NFL streak of 183 consecutive games with a reception. In the Washington Redskins 37-35 win over the Los Angeles Raiders. 
1994. Legendary Miami head coach Don Shula beat Cincinnati head coach and his son David in the first ever NFL meeting between father and son. That was awesome. I actually watched that game. I'm old enough to have watched that game. Yes, I am that old. In 1999, 21st ranked University of Miami football team beats number three Florida 40 to 39 in overtime to snap the Gators 30 game home winning streak. Remember that too. The Gators were unstoppable at one point. They were awesome. Go Spurrier. In 19, no, in 2001, Cubs right fielder Sammy Sosa becomes the first player in Major League history to total 60 home runs in three seasons. And we know what happened. Sammy, why you do that to your face? I'm still going to say it every time I bring up your name. Why, Sammy? Why? <laughs> and finally, in 2016, veteran broadcaster Vince Scully calls his final game for the L.A. Dodgers. Shots out to Vince Scully. If you don't like Vince Scully, you don't have a soul. You're horrible. <laughs> and as always, before I get out of here, I would like to wish a happy birthday to Tyson Chandler. He turns 38 today. Happy birthday, Chandler. I don't think you have a championship, but you do have a lot of money. Enjoy. And happy birthday to Aaron McKee. He turns 48 today. Doesn't have a championship. Best chance was against the Lakers back in the days, but Lakers my team, so... Sorry for that, Aaron, but you had nice contracts. You have nice money. Enjoy. So happy birthday, Tyson. Happy birthday, Aaron. Enjoy 2020. What a year. All right. I'm Sean Mack. Back with a look on this day in sports history. And this is Sports Fans Only. And all these labels be trying to lure us in like spiders into the web, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes people got to come out and speak up and let people understand that, you know, you got, you got to read the label. You got to read the label. If you don't read the label, you might get poisoned. Tommy ain't my motherfucking boy. When your fake moves on a nigga you employ, all the merge off your set. Now you know, goddamn, I show living large niggas how to flip a death jam and rough up the motherfucking house. Cause I saw that you cold chilling motherfuckers. I still want a brother. I'm ruthless, my clan don't have to act wild. That shit is job. They no sleeping bag profile. The soft comedian rap shit ain't the rough witty. On the real of real, it wasn't from a tough city. Niggas be game, thinking that they lyrical surgeons. They know they mics are phony. Virgin. And if you ain't on the mic, you couldn't hurt a beat. That's like going to Venus, driving the Mercury. The capital of this rugged slang is Wu-Tang. With the unpredictable talent, natural game. I'm death throwing them see what Mike Cable's the epic. Is out of rush associated labels from East West to Echo. I bring it to a next plateau, but I keep it fat though. Yo, I'm hitting batters up with the wild pitch style. I even showing up town MCA style. Who thought he showed me on Fourth and Broadway? But I was out on the island bombing MCs all day. My priority is that I'm first priority. I bone a secret out of bitch in a sorority. So look out for AM, the Avenue and the Master, breaking down your pendulum. As I finger the seeds out with the blow that a numbia Pendex, I'm holding more weight than Columbia Index in the scope, who we all see a clan That's coming with a plan, the free age slave of a mental death MC don't panic
Atlantic Throw that A&R nigga off the boat in the Atlantic Now who's the bad boy character? Not from Arista, but fine weapons released on Geffen So duck as I struck with the soul of Motown My central broadcasting systems are slow down And dirty like that bastard It's getting drastic Read the label and say it loud Another Wu banger 36 chambers Through your area Razor, 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 sharp. Another Wu Tang production kid coming at ya. My fighting spirit would not allow me to walk away from the game. Get the Google Pixel 4a for less than you'd think and get more with these trial subscriptions. More ad-free entertainment with YouTube Premium. More fun with hundreds of games and apps on Google Play Pass. And more memory saved with storage and backup from Google One. Google Pixel 4a. You're now listening to KJ and Sean Mack. Now let's talk some damn sports. Welcome back to Sports Fans Only with your hosts, KJ and Sean Mack. And I hope everybody appreciated what you just heard coming from uh, Etris Price, one of the many Norwalk legends that are spoke about on this show. So I had a good time. You had a good time, Sean? That was great. It was fun. And yeah. that's all we can ask for. That's it, man. A little, little, you know, I always want to talk about professional sports. That's why we like to just throw in there a little local sports and stuff that a lot of people probably didn't even know. We like to just surprise you so you actually sit there and listen. It's not the same thing everybody's talking about on every other uh, podcast. But during this segment, say, uh, oh, yeah, I'm about to say, with that being said, <laughs> let's talk about everything that everyone's talking about. Exactly. We're going to get into the NBA Finals. And in honor of the NBA Finals, we're going to go over a few little uh, fun facts of, about the NBA Finals. Um, let's see. I'm going to. What you got? What you got? you got um let's see let's start off with this uh magic johnson did you know he averaged 12 plus assists per game in the nba finals six times no other player has accomplished that even once which is pretty yeah, amazing he went to uh he went to 10 right uh well he won five so he lost he won five lost he lost to bird twice. twice he played bird three times he lost twice he played against jordan lost to them so he only so he went eight times Eight times, yeah. Eight times. So, and what did it say, six? No, that'll be nine times. Oh, yeah. Wait, five that he won. He lost to Bird twice, Jordan yeah, once. Yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah, Jordan yeah you're once. right. You're eight. Yeah, that's eight. So, uh, six, six oh, of those. No, no, nine. He played the Pistons twice. You're right. Yep. No, the Pistons once. Once, yes, and they lost to the Pistons. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The first time Isaiah won. Yep, yep, you're right. Yep. So six out of his nine times in the finals, he averaged 12, uh, 12 assists per game, which is pretty amazing, seeing that nobody else has ever done it ever, which is mm-hmm. pretty crazy. Um, last buzzer beater in the NBA finals. You think you can get this one? 
I don't think anybody's going to. I don't think you would get it. What? When was the last buzzer beater in the NBA Finals? Yep. When and by who? Uh, buzzer beater. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm looking at the answer, and I'm like, I don't even remember that. No. Ray oh. Allen? No. Oh, it uh, depends on what you call a buzzer beater. I yeah. Guess. Was it the last? Was it a last. buzzer beater? I think shots off, time runs out. Was was the the Jordan over it's a, it's a difference between a buzzer beater and a game winner? See, I think they have this mixed up because they're saying game one of the '97 Finals. Who would that have been against? Jordan. Jordan. Jordan did. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's Jordan when he walked off against who? Uh, Seattle, uh, Utah. Was '96? Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Utah. What the one when he did this? He walked off and he was like this. I think yep. it was game one. Yep, 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 yep. It was game one. Yep, it was yep. game one. Uh, let's see. Darko Milicic is the youngest player to win the NBA champ. NBA championship. He was just 18 years old. Didn't know that. He shouldn't really count. With the Pistons, though. right? Uh, yeah, with the Pistons. And, yeah, uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't playing no minutes no, then. No, he doesn't count. <laughs> and who do you yeah. think the oldest player is to win a championship? Not A.C. Green. Uh, I'm going to say it's, it's John, a, Sally, uh, John Sally or Horace Grant. No, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. He played for the Bulls. He played for the, for the Bulls? Yeah. <laughs> But he's not an original uh, uh, bull. Uh, he's not a he's not a guy you would think is with like a bull. He just went there for like one year or two, maybe. Uh, oh. I, it's on the tip of my tongue. That's why I'm saying John Sally. He almost fought with Jordan. I don't know Robert Parrish. Oh yeah, he was on yep. that team. He was yeah, forty three. Robert Parrish. Yep, yep. yep. He, he was yep, forty three yep, yep. years. Forty three years old. Um, now I did. I think I knew this, but when I read it again, I was just like, wow, this is. All right, during the 2016 NBA Finals, and I did remember, LeBron James led all players on both teams in points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks. That's pretty amazing, too. That's almost as amazing as the Magic averaging 12 assists per game in the Finals. Yeah, but yeah, that was against Golden State, right? Against Golden State when they won, I think. No, they lost. Oh, that was the year they lost, and he still had a great... Yeah, and they were saying that he should get uh, MVP. Oh, wow. Did, did you know that uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, he auctioned his first NBA championship ring due to his Muslim faith, which forbids well, men to wear gold? Yeah, I, I was about to say they can't wear jewelry. I didn't know that. Muslims, I don't that, is that It must be certain no, Muslims? They might, they might wear, like, trinkets, but nothing of gold. Oh, okay. So they don't wear gold. Huh. I never knew that. Um, let's see. LeBron James is the only player in the top ten in total points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. That's only because he's been there so long. He's been there so yeah, much. Yeah, that's one thing. You, if you're a great player these days and you play a long time, you're gonna break records. Yeah, yeah. If you, I mean, if you're there all the time, like for instance, right here, Robert Ory is the only player in NBA history to win multiple championships with three different teams: the Rockets, San Antonio, and the Lakers. And the Lakers, yep. So two, three, four, five, six. Well, I got seven rings. Seven of them things. That's correct. Will he ever make it to Hall of Fame? Yeah, he'll get in. You think eventually? Because remember, yeah, he and got to. For, for, for fans who are listening, uh, the Hall of Fame for the NBA, it's not just about what you did in the NBA. It's a totality of all your basketball. So they take into account your college. Um, they might even take into account your high school. I'm not sure. but I'm not sure. I don't think so, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. Cedric Maxwell is the only NBA Finals Most Valuable Player Award winner that was never an All-Star. Wow. Yeah. Yep. You knew I that. didn't even know he got that MVP. I thought I thought Elijah had both, but I guess you're right. And it also says he's the only Finals MVP winner eligible for the Hall of Fame, but not voted in. So yeah, every every, every other he's person not make it. No, he's definitely not gonna make. It. I mean, he no. was a good player, but he's definitely he's not. All. No, uh, no. Let's see here. Any other good ones? 
Oh, okay. This is a good one. Only six teams in the 72 year history of the league have made it to four straight finals. Can you name them? Mm, Lakers, Shaq yep. team. Yep. Um, Lakers did two. Lakers went for the three. three Lakers, again, Magic. Nope. No, no, no. They went for the three peat and yeah, lost. Yeah. Uh, and and there's a one team on here that's on here twice. <clears throat> Boston Celtics. Yep. Yeah. And then you got the Heat. The Heat did it the Le- LeBron years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cavaliers did it. LeBron did it again when he was with the uh, when they played Golden State. Yep. And then the Golden State when on their run they went three and one. Yeah. They had it from what was that 2015 to 2000. Yeah, that's it. Just so I just wanted to share a little few little fun facts for you guys. Um. Now, going into this NBA Finals, man, now, I didn't know they were going to get destroyed like that. Now, that could be because the injuries. Well, let's just throw this out here. If Bam, what's his what's his name? Bam. Bam out of the bayou. Okay, I'm not even going to try. I'm just calling Bam. If Bam and uh, Dragic, if they're not 100% healthy, it's they, over. they will get swept. And not only will they get swept, they might get blown out every single game. Yeah. Because Anthony Davis wants that ring. I don't think he yeah. he doesn't care if it's a bubble ring or what. He no, he just wants one. He wants he it. Won. <laughs> he won. You can see it. He's like he's got that fire in him. So and that he, Laker team, their bench came to play. Yeah. I thought Miami would be able to. Well, you know, I was watching some of that game. Yeah. Um, early, the the referees did not want Miami to pull away. No, they didn't. Miami was up twenty eight to twenty, playing yeah. well. It was a free flowing game. Yep. Then all of a sudden, it became thirty. It became thirty nine twenty eight, and all due to free throws. Yeah. Anthony Davis went twice, hit four. LeBron hit two, and I think Caruso or someone hit two more free throws. And I was like, okay, they don't want them to extend the lead. No. Nope. I could see it. Yeah. yeah. I see it. Why would they do that? I have no idea. Another thing that was kind of. Down bad to me. Last series, Vogel complains to the board of the referees in the NBA that LeBron's not getting enough calls. Really, dog? Really? Really? Wow. Like, like really, dude? And they put him on watching. Ever since then, I think that was game two of the last series. The next game, the Lakers shot 20 free throws in one quarter. That's crazy. I always, my, you know, I'm a little conspiracy dude, so I always thought that Vegas kind of decides who's going to have the best chance to win. Like, if if they have a lot of uh, stake in the Lakers, I always felt like the, the refs are going to kind of yeah. call it in the Lakers' favor because that's a lot of money that's going to be lost yeah. if they don't yeah. win. You know, off subject but on subject, I was watching an interview with a former mob boss called Mike Franchese. Uh-huh. Check him out. Oh, he I remember him. Yeah. He's blowing up on YouTube now. Yeah. He got his own channel. He used to go to Vlad and do other interviews. He does speeches and motivational type of speaking in certain places. But he was breaking down how they used to fix fights. And he used to hook up with Don King. And he used to hook up with uh, Al Sharpton back then. Because yeah. Al Sharpton used to work with the mob. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. He actually snitched out the mob too. Wore wire. Yeah. But um, he was just explaining how they used to sit down and how they would manipulate fights. And I'm like, why can we? We can accept that in boxing. And we still accept the outcome, knowing that it possibly could have been uh, thrown. Yep. By the way, Corey think that one of the Charlo brothers that just won this past weekend, his opponent threw the fight. He got knocked out with a straight, stiff jab to the body. Wow. And he acted like he couldn't get up? Yeah. The only reason Corey thinks so is because that guy, previous fight, he fought one of the toughest guys out there. 
and he took punches from everywhere from one of the toughest guys. But Charlo's young and upcoming, and that's me. That smells like a setup. What country? Let that, let that guy win. Where is he from? That, the guy you said that lost, that threw the fight. Uh, I forget. I forget where he's from. I think he's American, though. Yeah, I mean, I always, I always thought that, you know. But yeah. who knows? My point was why we think that can't happen in sports that we that's not boxing. Yeah, it happens in football. Happens in Donna. He said it when he got caught. But they just wanted to get rid of him and say he was the exclusive cheater. Yep, it wasn't a problem in the whole organization. But he said it, and I have to take his word. Just because he's a cheater or he got manipulated to manipulate games doesn't mean his words don't hold value. He told the games that they cheated on, and one of them was Game Seven. Sacramento Lakers. Yeah, back in the days, I guarantee you it happens way more than than what we what we think. Now, I think it's it can only help to a certain degree if there's a team that's just completely on fire. Yeah, and they're not missing nothing. There's no call is going to be able to slow that down. No, it would have to be the whole team though. If it's two people, the refs can work that. No, the two are trouble. But you know, if the whole team's just on fire and they go on like a thirty something, a thirty eight run. And it's just so far ahead. You can still make try to make a difference, but yeah, yeah, it's you know. Remember, sometimes you're not trying to look for that team to win. Yeah, that's you're true. For the team to cover, cover the spread. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and when Donahue came out, the first person to talk about it was bullshit. Was you know who it was? Rasheed Wallace. He was like, I've been told y'all. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Because Donahue actually said he named certain players that they had it out for. Besides just the cheating and trying to cover point spread, it's just certain players they had it out for. Yeah. So someone might put down that Rasheed Wallace won't score 20 points this game. And he's going to make sure he don't score 20 points this game. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's crazy. Yeah. If that, if it happens on a regular basis, and why, why, why shouldn't we think it does? But I mean. But even one, it's like a death, right? It's like someone died tragically. And you're like, well, at least it was just one per like a hurricane. Only four people died in that hurricane. I never say only four people. The four people that died, let's just multiply, might affect sixty-eight people. I'm doing times here. Yeah, you're talking about you know what I'm saying? affecting people. other people's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah you know, and let alone the the future and the history, because those people could have went on and had children. Yeah, yeah. What, you know, so you're affecting a lot of people. So don't. I hate the whole. Well, just one game or two games. Shit, if it's one or two, it's too many. That's that. I feel the same way, man. Um, getting back to this finals, do you, it's like I wanted to talk about it, but it, you really sit back and think. Even Jimmy Butler didn't. Now, who was guarding him? Now, I didn't watch. Nope. One, once it Nobody started, was really guarding him. He could have did what he wanted. He just, I told you, from that moment, it was 20 to 28. They did the fouling, putting them on the line, and then it just broke momentum. They was just trying to play catch-up mode. You couldn't run your offense. You couldn't yeah. do what it is. They did come back and take a lead after that by one. I think it was 45-40. Then more fouls. And then the bench from there stepped up for the Lakers and just, you know, yeah. blew them out. Yeah. But it seemed – Kenji made a point on the text. Seemed like the Heat's – the Miami Heat bench was like in awe of the moment. Yeah. When I don't really – why? Because you're in a bubble. What are you in awe of? All of. It's not like – 30,000 people cheering. Uh, you getting the intro. Welcome yeah. to the fight. And yeah. then you getting, you know, it was just walk on the court and play. So I don't understand. It could be a little nervousness. Well, maybe you just still, you did have the video of Obama looking at it. I mean, you saw Obama's yeah, everybody face. was in that crowd. So that's Obama what I'm saying. Was in that crowd. Even though like, they weren't uh, there, was in that crowd. you had to look over and be like, damn, Obama's right there. But I mean, I yeah, hear what you're saying. I, it's not the same. 
screen. You know, I'd be like him on the screen and yeah. just get back to playing. But eh, I don't know, Kay. I, I, don't hear, know. I hear what you're saying, but I, I think that all that's a mute point because if they're hurt, if those two players are hurt, Drogic and oh, uh, Ben. Because Spolstra is a good enough coach to get one or two wins. Yes. I'm sorry. With, with, a, with a complete team. With the complete team, yeah. If either one of those, I said both of them. Even if either one of them, and it looks like Drogic ain't I coming back. You can get, I think you can get away with Drogic. You think so? Yeah, because you can, you can, you can also put Jimmy at point. Tell him to do you a little bit it, more. Because here, here, try to be more of a Brian. Give me more of a triple double. But you definitely with Bam out of Bayou. Oh yeah, you're I done. Love his name with Bam out of Bayou. I was banking that him and Anthony Davis might cancel each other out, being that he out of Bayou had a great yeah series last time yep. so i was like if he could just do that put up 26 yep. eight and maybe five assists they can kind of cancel each other out but once again i watched him check anthony davis they would not let him check him physically i don't think they See, wanted to foul out they nah, they don't they did but they need to i'm saying the refs didn't let him check him physically oh you mean the so refs it, i thought you meant the, yeah, it became a point where he kind of let Anthony Davis do what he did, but put a hand up and just see what happens yeah. with no physicality. Yeah. But 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 you got if if the refs let them play physical, Miami can win one or two games. Then you never know what might happen because you might start getting beef on the LA side, just like you did with the Clippers. Yeah. No. You, know, you need to you need to steal a game or two and make them get some type of friction within their locker room. Yeah, it's kind of a letdown. If what did he roll his knee? What happened to Bam? I know. Um. Uh, it was something with his knee. Yeah. I saw it because uh, honestly, I was watching. Uh, I was going back and forth. I'll be honest with y'all. I was watching the pandemic special from South Park, three well, hour special. Once I sent you that text, and I was like, "Yo, Miami's just handing uh, Miami's. I mean, the Lakers are handing Miami their ass." I was just like, from that point on, I think it was like eighty to fifty. I stopped yeah. watching after that. I didn't. I didn't watch any of the last quarter. I watched some of the third quarter, and uh, that was about it. So, well, when did he get hurt? When did Bam get? Uh, I think it was like mid third. I'm not sure. So I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. I might have missed. Do you know it. at halftime LeBron just had nine points? Yeah, I know. That lets you know the bench was playing well and the refs were getting them to the line. That's exactly what was going on. And this is gonna be the easiest championship. Skip Bayless is so upset. <laughs> he's yeah. so mad that LeBron. I'm pretty sure he's saying some of the same things I'm saying right now too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it is what it is, man. I mean, yeah. But you know, you know how I felt about this. All you got to do is go back and see the. Will LeBron James's bubble burst on YouTube? Yeah. And we talked about this at maybe 30 minutes straight. And in that segment, I said it won't count. Nah, to me, it won't. I've been but said, yeah. You know, I, give him a half. I give him a half because he played great all year and they were the number yeah, one team when the, the season bubble. stopped. Yeah, and he's playing great in the bubble. And he's playing. So you can't you know? knock him for nothing. I mean, he's done everything he's supposed It's just that it's weird. Everything's weird. Yeah, like Pippen said. Yep. Control, we spoke on it. But we spoke on it weeks ago. Yep. That's not NBA basketball. No. That's definitely not NBA playoff basketball. Even the refs aren't calling it like it's a playoff basket. No. Let them be physical. Yeah. They, they don't, I, I don't know, maybe they don't want all that contact with each other, maybe. I don't know, because of the yeah. COVID thing, maybe no, they don't. Yeah, out there, you know no one has it. Yeah, I Y'all know. Tested every so often. Yeah, you're right. So that couldn't yeah, be the no. reason, so. No, they just, I mean, you know what, let's give the refs some credit. They're refereeing with no crowd, but no. Put it this way. I saw a referee make a call for a playoff call and a charge, and he was just like, go this way. It's going this way. Man, remember back in the days, or even when we were in the playoffs and not in the bubble, some refs be animated with what they call. Yep. You know why? Because they know 
if they do it like this, the re- and it's for the team that's at home, the fans are going to get hyped. They're gonna get cra- yeah, they're going to go crazy. Yeah, and they and they feel like they're getting some type of uh, recognition off making a call. Yep. You know, so we got to take that into consideration, too. How do the refs, does it change? We should have did a segment on this. Does it change the way that they referee the game being in a bubble? Some people say no, but if you took a referee and put him on a park and said, call it, pretty sure he's not going to call it like he's in a uh, a regular. No, definitely a, not. The, the environment is just different. It's just that's human nature. And if you're not in that, being around those fans and just the atmosphere and everything, that's going to make you a little more animated, a little more. You know, when you're, it's like you said, it's like a pickup game. It's like when you yep. when they when a team will hire some refs to come to come ref a scrimmage game. That's basically yeah. what it is. Yeah, or, yeah. To me, it's like AAU ball. Yeah, like, or, or summer league or something like, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the look I get. That's you know, exactly that's the feel what it that is. I get. So we we're both in agreement. The Lakers, if if Bam is hurt, it's 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 a it's sweep it's time. Over. It's definitely yeah. sweep. They're not even going to win a game. In my Unless opinion. it's someone on that bench that. Might be a hero, but it's no one I can. Well, hero, he would have to step. If he can step up and try to average 25, I think uh, they have a chance. Yeah, but Kelly, Kelly Olin, whatever his name, what's his uh, name? Arlenic. He's going to get eaten alive by Anthony. If that's the only yeah. big man to put you, yeah. and I think he is. I don't think there's nobody else. No, you might have to. You might have to tell Jimmy to just man up on on Anthony Davis. Yeah, and just let him shoot over him because Jimmy Jimmy can keep him outside the paint. Yeah, but by, what, his, by his strength. That's true because then you could put Andre Ingudala on LeBron, yeah. but he's gonna have yeah. to play major minutes then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying because yeah, because you can put Jimmy and say Jimmy, don't let him get great post position. Yeah, he could do that. But when he catches it, let's try to send a double his way, then rotate. Then you leave it open to three, but. You're not letting Anthony Davis get hot. Yeah, well. And trust me, Spolstra's a great coach. He's yeah. thinking of something probably similar right now. It depends on the out of Bayou. Yeah, injury. it depends on how hurt he is. And if they're both out, I don't care what you do. If Drogic no, and a, Bam, yeah. No, I feel a, bad a, for him, too, because I thought this was going to be a good finals. Yeah, I thought he's, the, a, he's a rising star. I, I, that last game when he dunked on somebody, I yeah, forget who it was. Yeah. I was like, okay, he um, – I think he priming up to be ready to at least play with Anthony Davis, not be better than him. Yeah. Uh, you know, if he's going to have 30, 10, and 5, you have 24, uh, 7, and 4. Yep. You know, try to balance it out. Exactly. He's from Kentucky, too. I didn't know that. Did you? Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I yeah. did. And I didn't know uh, Tyler Heroes from – he's from Texas – I mean, Kentucky, too, I think. Uh, didn't know that. Yeah, he's from Kentucky, too. Um, Yeah, let's get into a little sports feed action here. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Kyrie Irving, did you read this? He says that uh, he was the Kyrie Irving says he was the best option on every team he's ever been on. I don't know what that means. If he's just talking about offensively, he's probably he, right. He was. Yeah, yeah. Think he's, he's talking right. about offensively. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, he's I, don't, right. I I don't know because there's certain situations I don't know if I would want him bringing the ball up the court and and initiating offense. And I I trust LeBron to get him the ball and then let him shoot it. I think he mean. If it's go time and it's a shot to be made, he you he, think he's, he's okay. okay, and he is. Corey could, was talking about him the other night. I can agree with that. Corey was like, he got the because you know Corey had handles. He was a point guard. He was like, honestly, Sean, that man got the best handles ever. He was like, Ooh, do you know what he had ever? to do? Yeah, he even does. more than um uh, Steph. uh yeah. no, not Steph. I was gonna say to me, if you're just talking about straight up handles, Jay Williams, uh, White Chocolate. You think his handles are better than his? Yeah. 
Jay, he's a Jay better basketball that, player than him, but I don't know. Jay would turn that ball over sometimes, trying to do certain things. Well, because he be trying like. to do circus shit sometimes. He yeah, just, the thing is this. Kyrie can do all that. Yeah, he can. I know he's great. And, and Corey made a point. He's like, he think he's the best finisher around the rim of all time for a point guard. And I'm like. Oh, for a point guard. I was about to say, Jordan? Like, well, I'm yeah. like, yeah. But the thing is this. Kyrie probably average percentage-wise around that rim probably more than Jordan. He's not a better finisher than LeBron. I don't think. It could be because it's physicality, but regardless. I would still say. You never see LeBron miss, no. If he goes in for a layup. Well, no. If he miss him, he's going to get the foul. Well, yeah. always get the foul, no matter if it's one or not. Yeah, yeah. But when you put the difficulty level on the shot, you got to go with Kyrie. Oh, definitely. He he make hard shots that, like, you can win on horse on. I know. (laughs) He makes it look simple, right? Under the goal, in between. In between two people. He he does stuff with so much less effort than anyone else I've ever seen. Steph is great, too, though. Steph is great at the... Steph is, too. Steph is, At the whole... Very rarely, that floater looks like it goes in 98% of the time. Every time he gets in there and he flicks it up, it's like it goes in every single time. It does. But, you know, impression moments, I've seen him miss those. Yeah, I have to. You know. It almost feels like Curry needs to be on a great team. He needs to have a lot of pieces to be great. No, he just need bigger people around him. Not great. He just need decent sized people. You think you can't have a, you can't run a short team with him? That's what hurts him. You think you put Curry on that a Jordan team that won a championship? You take Jordan off, so now you just have Curry as a three point yeah, shooter. You got to give me somebody though. So you just switching Jordan for Curry? Yeah, that's it. Those Bulls ain't winning all them championships. Now it's a smaller team, though, because you're going Paxson or B.J. Armstrong with Kyrie, with uh, Steph. And that's oh, yeah, you would, have to, you would have to get another shooting guard. Yeah. You would have to get now, a shooting take any, like, you know, if you would take any other. All right, all right, for example, put Steph on that Pistons team with, and take Isaiah off. They're better. You think? He's going to score more. Yeah, but he's going to be – I think his his not being able to play defense will shine even more. Uh, it it would be. He's a defensive lob. Well, you know what? We thought he was, but if you actually look at the last two championships that that they tried to win that, – that the opposite team tried to win with putting Steph Curry in a pick and then get him on a player that they feel is a mismatch, mismatch uh-huh. he played well. No, he did, but I know Kyrie eats him up all – he gets Kyrie too, but he yeah. Kyrie eats him up all the time. But he is one of the greatest, so I can't really use him. Um, but yeah, but anyway, yeah, I just thought that was uh, interesting. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Marlon Humphreys, who is he? Who is he? NFL Marlon Humphreys. He just got a ninety eight million. No, he's for the Ravens. I think he's, was he a safety? Oh, 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 all right. I know you're talking about. Uh, twenty four year old ex Alabama star just inked a five year deal worth ninety eight million dollars. How much signing bonus? Uh, let's see. How much is doesn't say? Because that's the meat and potatoes. Wow. That 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 might not mean nothing. Yeah, it does. And it's yeah. Ball. yeah. Nothing's guaranteed, right? Nothing. Well, it doesn't say anything. It just says five years, ninety eight. So I'm assuming that's a short little amount of time. Then he must have got a big signing bonus. He must have, to, he right? probably got like I'm a 40 million, 30, 30 something. Yeah, yeah, 30 to 40 plus. Yeah. And then if he's not that good in two years, they'll just cut him. They'll get rid of him and he won't see the rest of his nope. uh, 40 million. So he so. basically got about like a $60 million contract. Two years, 60 yeah. million or something like that. That's not bad either. But not at all. They need to change that, man. I don't like the way the NFL feels like they're getting over on people. But they, the player would technically be getting over on them because you wouldn't have to even play hard no more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Think about it. You can't really, you can't really, yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. Because you could just start saying, you know what, I ain't gonna play no more. I, I, yeah, you know, I don't want to get hurt, so I'm not gonna do certain things. Yeah, yeah. You be you could you, you do it like that. You'll get people like Kyrie in football. Oh man, Nick Mahan. Oh, I, I, I'm gonna sit out. Oh, that's true. Well, what? But NBA players can do it, and they don't do it. But they contracts are uh, a little bit more guaranteed in football. No, they are guaranteed, but I'm saying they if they wanted to say, you know what, I got this big contract, I ain't got to do nothing no more. Yeah, less painful game, though, you know? That's true. Less, you don't have to take the meds that you have to take when you're in football. Remember we talked about the care package after the game? That's true, that's true. And plus, you're so close to the court, if you were behaving like that, you'd hear it yeah. every single night you went out. Fans yeah. would destroy you. Yeah, you couldn't really get away with it because people would <laughs> call you out. And in football, you know, that's a hurt, hurtful sport. Like, you know, when people get hurt, you can die on that field. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, you know, it seems like I'm arguing with what you're saying. You should be given a little more because of that. But I think what keep a lot of players hungry and playing hard is that my contract's up. I'm looking for my next contract. And my money isn't guaranteed. I got to live up to my contract to get it all. Yeah, that's very true. That's very, like plus- Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley could finish his rookie contract this year, get another contract, and if it was guaranteed, he'd say, shit, well, I'm going to play just like three more years and try not to get hurt and don't have the CTE. Yeah, that's true. And But you know what? They only play 16 games, too. I mean, you can't, even though it's violent, you can't discount. Yeah. They're only playing. They're up like 60 games in the NBA. Exactly. So you're only playing 16 games. Then you're only playing one side of the ball. You know, you're not like basketball where you're, and baseball where you're playing yeah. both sides of the ball all the time. So, I kind of get it, but it, yeah, some it just something just doesn't sit right with me. Sometimes I know. I just think it's easier to replace a football player than a skilled basketball player. Very true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're Especially right. in certain it goes it goes positional, right? A running back is a a dime a mile a minute, dime a dime a second, or whatever they say. A, f- a football a wide receiver. Okay, you might if you're not a number one, a two. If you're not a number one, a number two. And a slot receiver and a tight end can be replaced any given time because they have a draft every year. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's true. I think you're right. The basketball, the basketball player is more harder to find, and I yeah. think they pay yeah. them accordingly. You know what I mean? You can find yeah. a lineman anywhere because it, yeah, because you or a tight end. They can make someone a tight end. Yeah, like you, in college and that, shit. That's you know? true. You can't make somebody a shooting guard or if they're a if you're a, a Power forward, you can't just make somebody a shooting guard. You know what I mean? No, like Idris said, he was linebacker. They they tried him out at running back. Exactly, it, it, it's football. You can run that way, right? Fast, yeah, exactly. Get the ball run. <laughs> exactly. Um, let's see here. Kobe Bryant's uh, widow, uh, Vanessa. It looks like she, uh, a storage locker of treasures. I heard about? It. Yeah, she. Yeah. Uh, somebody. I guess he had a storage locker somewhere. Maybe mm-hmm. and he had a bunch of stuff in there, and she just got it back and. I know that had to have been crazy emotional, just the stuff she probably yeah. hadn't seen in a long time and stuff with Kobe's name on it, and sneakers he's worn and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, I know she's still – you know how it, – it's crazy. He died this year. Doesn't it feel – and like I've said this before. If, yo, it does not feel like it was only eight months ago or whatever it was. That was the beginning of the curse of uh, of the world. It, it just – It feels like, I'm, yeah, Kobe left and the world fell apart. Yeah, I and, would still be – Super, super, super hurt about what happened to Kobe. And I am a little bit, but so much has happened in my life since then. I almost died. You almost so, died. And just, you know, what we living in right now, the adjustments with my kids. Yeah. 
my wife's a um, nurse, so she she's a uh, what they call it essential worker. I try not to be around her as much. Yeah. She's always in the hospital around people with it. So my life's changed. Yeah, man, it's it's it's, it's crazy. You know how? Uh, let's say even ten years ago when Michael Jackson died and. People were still mourning Michael Jackson. It was like throughout the whole year. Yeah. And I say this to say, because you know how now with music, you know, back in the day when we would get an album and you get the album, you read the inside and you'll rock that album for like a month straight. Like that album will stay. You learn all the words. Even on the radio, you could hear that album maybe playing for a year to two years, certain songs. Exactly. Now, and I'm going to make this make sense. Now music is like, an album comes out on Spotify Friday. A few days later, another album comes out. So you spend that week listening to that album. As soon as the next album comes, you're off to the next album. And then you're yeah. off to the next album. And it's like people's time, the, the what, what am I trying to say? Now? Their, uh, their memories, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Attention span. Memory. Attention span isn't that big. Yeah. So and it even it seems like it's, it's like that with deaths now. It's like somebody dies and then it's like a few weeks later. I'm not going to say people are over it. Yeah. But it's like you just you just move on. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know so many young people have died this year? Like forty under thir- under forty, thirty something. It's crazy, man. Like, like so many actresses. Like I think I saw this Chinese actress. Like she's famous over. She just died at forty. Like people just dying in weird ways. That's not COVID related. I don't, no, just I weird. Just weird. And I'm not. You know what? I'm not looking forward to. Every year, um, right before New Year's. You'll get these shows, and they'll show everybody that passed. You know, oh, the, I ain't being funny, but you might have to run that thing for like five to 10, 20 minutes. Yeah, it's going to be long, and it's going to be like, damn, I forgot that person passed. Or, oh, I, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Like, It's, it's going to be crazy, and I, I'm i not going to lie. I can't wait till this year's over. I can't wait till we get to that, see uh, that ball I, drop. I we're, not, we're, we're exactly 90 days away. I can't wait, and even though time is an illusion, there's no real time. Time is infinite, so there's no... We call yeah. it a minute, but we it's not. Gave it a, we gave it a, uh, a you know, a numerical name. value or whatever. We we yeah. gave it value, but two two thousand twenty and two thousand twenty one, and let's say uh, if if you're into God and religion, it's all the same. God, yeah, he doesn't, you know, a year to him is nothing. We made yeah, that he, up. Yeah, he's not gonna say uh, <laughs> December, December what thirty first, January first. Yep. All right, we're in a different year. I'm I'm gonna let things run different. Exactly. I think we're gonna be trapped in this little. Mental cortex. Does that make sense? Vortex? Yeah, for like next five years. You said cortex. That's not a rock. You mean vortex. Vortex, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It sounded wrong. Yeah. I did no, question I, myself. I know. I you know, saw I'm, you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking about some material on the timber. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I was like, cortex. See, like, but we still can laugh in 2020 and still be dumb sometimes. Oh, so What's the point of living, don't man? don't change, but, you know. And uh, save that lady out of burning car. Yeah, man, man, yeah, you got to do. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to pull people out burning cars. I weird, I had some weird shit happen this year. I beat up that guy thinking he was stealing. Yep, this was this was all this year. Girls, yeah, because it was at the beginning of COVID. He was like, "Give me that shit, bitch! Give me that shit!" I'm like, "Oh man, this guy's stealing from women." Yeah. So I put like an eight piece. No, I put like a good four piece on him. Come to find out, he's a security guard. We talked about this on one of the shows. Yeah, I, I was sorry about it, but Corey was naming the stuff that I went through this year. I'm like, yeah, it's been a tough one. Guy. Yeah, you need a you need to hit the reset button. But in the same breath, got the clothing line that came out this year. Got uh, yeah, yeah, all this stuff yep. with the show that we're doing. So 
you know, life is like a, see, I'm a Libra and I, uh, my, my sign is a scale. So we look at it, we look at everything as a scale. So you had a lot of horribleness, but you had some greatness. So that brings that, you know, now of course the stuff I just named doesn't compare to you almost dying, but you still had some greatness though. Me living. Exactly. The greatest thing that ever could happen to me to not die. Before my forty first birthday, so so you experienced both sides of it, horribleness and the greatness. Yeah, but the greatness <laughs> of living should outweigh everything. Everything. So like that's what I said. You had your horribleness, but you had your greatness at the same time. So yeah. So anyway, um, we definitely went way longer than we were supposed to on this. Well, one. you know what? Before we go, I want to make sure that I uh, I wish my aunt well, and I uh, pray for, and I hope God have His hand over her. Cause she's having surgery today. She have a tumor on her, um, like on her in her intestines, wrapped around, and she has dementia. So they're not sure if she can survive it. First of all, they didn't want to do it, but I'm not going to get into our health system. Yeah, they technically were trying to talk my cousin out of um, letting her get into surgery because because of her Alzheimer's and dementia, and so many words they were saying they don't think her life's worth it. Yeah, definitely. I had to go through this. By the way, that's my cousin, uh, El Rickasner, Nookie. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were talking about Fanny. Nah. nah oh, okay. Nah, okay. I'm okay. talking about Nook. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm still going through it with my father, and I've been through that same thing. They'll try to put little things in your head and be like, you should just think about doing this because, uh, even though people do make it, uh, there's a good chance he won't make it. So you, I think you should be like, man, if you don't get out of my don't, face, yeah. Don't try anything to save him is what you're saying. Yeah, basically, like, don't try, try shit to save them. Because he might not. Like, okay, so you're saying there's a chance he might make, you know what I mean? Don't just give me yeah. the negative outcomes. Like, you're supposed yeah. to be giving me some positive stuff, not no negative. So he's doing a lot better, but I've been going through that over, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of things. So we've all been going through it this year. So hopefully this next year is a, a total 180. You know when people say that that thing they say 360 that's not the right term no because 360 you right back to where you started you're from right back to where you were exactly you so. want to turn halfway from where you were and were and go the opposite way which is a, one, a different way yeah, yeah, yeah which is a 180 so let's hope this uh earth and mother nature and they say mother uh earth is actually as far as the atmosphere it's kind of healed itself during this time where everybody wasn't going to work and stuff I'm not saying it's a hunt on later. Yeah, yeah we had a, a big, huge hole. And yeah. now they say it kind of fixed itself, kind which of. leads me to believe it has nothing to do with us. I think we're just going through some different cycles in the earth yeah, life. I think it all, yeah, nothing's new under the sun, man. There's always, yeah. it's, it's always going to be something, man. Yeah. But uh, anyway, guys, uh, like I said, this is Sports Fans Only. I'm KJ. That's Sean Matt. Let's get into this music break, and uh, we'll be back with this outro in a few minutes. Jeez.
keeping it real, son. That's right. The shining star. You're my shining star, girl. <laughs> Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. Uptown in the house. Shelling, are you in the house? Boogie down, are you in the house? Sacramento in the house. Atlanta, Georgia, are you in the house? West Coast, are you in the house? Japan, are you in the house? Everybody, are you in the house? Baby, baby, come on. Baby, come on. Baby, come on.
From the weather team at Sports Fans Only, here's your five-day Tri-State forecast. Welcome to another edition of Sports Fans Only 5-Day Tri-State Weather Report brought to you by Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Hello everybody, my name is Keith Johnson and I hope you guys had a wonderful week. I know everybody's getting ready for the weekend heading into Friday. It is officially fall now and we can turn those ACs off. I have central air in my house so the bill during the summer months is absolutely ridiculous. I'm talking $400 a month ridiculous. I'm just glad it's over. For the most part, over the next five days, it's going to feel like fall. Low humidity, nice cool breeze, leaves changing color. I'll tell you this, if you haven't experienced a New England fall, you haven't experienced fall. It's just absolutely beautiful. Just beautiful. Anyway, enough with the small talk. Let's get into this uh, five-day report, shall we? Friday, October 2nd, looks like we'll get some scattered showers, a 40% chance of rain, a high of 64 and a low of 50 degrees. The wind will be light at 10 miles per hour northwest. The humidity will be at 67%. The UV index will be moderate at 3. There will be a chance of rain, like I said, 40% chance. Uh, The sunrise will be at 6.51 a.m. and the sunset will be at 6.32 p.m. Saturday, October 3rd, it'll be sunny, a high of 68 degrees and a low of 49 degrees. The wind will be light, 7 miles per hour northwest. The humidity will be 57%. The UV index will be moderate at 5. The sunrise is at 6.52 a.m. and the sunset is at 6.30 p.m. Sunday, October 4th, it'll be mostly sunny, high of 67 degrees and a low of 55 degrees. The wind will be light, 7 miles per hour east. Humidity will be 56%. UV index will be moderate at 5 the sunrise will be at 6:53 a.m and the sunset will be at 6:29 p.m monday october the 5th looks like we'll definitely get some rain uh, we'll have some showers it'll be a high of 63 degrees and a low of 53 degrees they say it'll be a 40 percent chance so we'll just have to wait and see the wind will be light eight miles per hour northeast humidity will be 69 percent uv index will be moderate at four chance of rain will be 40 percent like i said and the sunrise will be at 6:54 a.m and the sunset will be at 6.27 p.m. And to round it off, Tuesday, October 6th, it'll be mostly sunny, a high of 68 degrees and a low of 58 degrees. The wind will be light, 8 miles per hour, southeast. Humidity is at 66%. UV index is moderate at 5. And the sunrise is at 6.55 a.m. And the sunset is at 6.26 p.m. Here at Sports Fans Only, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate your support. Until next time you guys take care be safe peace what do give you blood three months man what you doing in here anyway you ought to be home with your mama how old are you boy 13 13 damn the bastards must be running out of niggas to arrest this goes out to all the families that went through the struggle, yeah, with the heart, it was all from the heart, everything was real, yeah. 
dwelling in the past Flashbacks when I was young Whoever thought I'd have a baby girl and three sons But going through this difficult stage I find it hard to believe While my old earth had so many seeds But she's her own woman And due to me I respect that I saw life for what it's really worth And took a step back Family ain't family no more We used to play ball eggs after school Eat grits cause we was poor Grab the flies for the channel Fix the hanger on the TV Rocking each other's pants to school Wasn't easy we survived winters Snotty nose with no coats We kept it real but the older brother still had jokes Sadly daddy left me at the age of six I didn't know nothing but mommy neatly packed the shit She cried and grandma held the family down I guess mommy wasn't strong enough She just went down Check it, 15 of us in a three bedroom apartment Roaches everywhere Cousins and aunts was there Four in the bed, two at the foot, two at the head I didn't like to sleep with John Johnny Peed the bed, seven o'clock Plucking roaches out the cereal box Two shared the same spoon watch a Saturday cartoon Sugar water was a thing Every meal was no frill In the summer Free lunch held us down like steel And there were days I had to go to Texas With a note Stay in Gloria Can I borrow some food? I'm dead broke So embarrassing I couldn't stand a knock in they door My friends might be laughing I spent stamps in stores Mommy wears a toilet paper Use the newspaper Look Miss Rose gave us a couch She's the neighbor Things was deep My whole youth was sharper than cleats Two brothers with muscular dystrophy me, but I remember this, mom's a lick of fingertips To wipe the coal out my eye before school with a spit Caseworker had her running back to face to face I caught a case housing, try to throw us out of our place Sometimes I look up at the stars and analyze the sky And ask myself, was I meant to be here? Why? Mommy, I love you. And I'm so thankful for you. All that I got is you. It's all you. And oh. I'm so thankful for you. here like this. Sun, moon, and star, and them planets would exist in my space, like man, woman, and child. You understand? We got to keep it real with reality, and reality gonna keep it real with us. I remember them good old days. You can see that's the child I was, what made me the man I am today. 
guarantee because if you forget where you come from, <laughs> you're never going to make it where you're going <laughs> because you lost the reality of yourself. So take one stroll through your mind and see what you will find. And you see your whole universe all over again and again and again and again and again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Searching for meaning in a relentless world, always connected, but somehow alone, trapped by illusion we offer another path where the battle to belong begins awakened by a calling united by the cause you fight for no one can take away you are in this room what it means to be among the few the proud the marines you're now listening to kj and sean mack now let's talk some damn sports Welcome back to Sports Fans Only with your host KJ and Sean Mack. And K just gave you the feed, sports feed, so we're going to hop right into this what would you do? Okay, this is a good one. It's, it, it can be controversial, especially if the two people that I'm going to ask you about are actually listening. So this is going to be interesting. I'm not going to tiptoe with it. I'm going to answer it exactly how I feel. I want you to do the same. All right, let's go. All right, so this is Sports Fans Only, Sean Max. What would you do? All right, Kay. Sorry about that. I hit the wrong pad. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is that? (laughs) (laughs) So let's do it properly. All right. It says sports fans only. Sean Max. What would you do? Okay, Kay. You're on the ledge. Um, It's drama going on. You're up there. It's your wife and it's your mother. The building collapses. You have one second to save just one. It's a guarantee that the one you try to save will be saved. And it's a guarantee that the one you don't save will possibly perish at that moment. So, okay, what I'm asking you is if you had a chance to save your mother or your wife, who would you save and what would you do? Well, first off, I'd like to start off by saying, damn you for asking me to pick a question like that, especially when they're both probably going to hear it. I mean, so explanation mark? How do you say that? Explanation? I don't know. You done made it sound funny now. I'm going to have to just unthink about it, then just come out with the word explanation. Explanation, yes. Explanation mark. Um, Damn you. That's it. All right. So I want to start off by saying that. And then... uh, Let's move on to this messed up question you just asked me. Uh, who? So I'm. So one of them is gonna die right before my eyes, basically. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just gotta keep. <laughs> I told you I'm gonna answer this question. My my. Uh, I hurt. My co-host just asked me a question. Who would I save if I have to watch the other die? 
right, let's see here. That's tough, man. I don't know what I do there. Yeah. If you want to think about it, I can answer first. Usually I don't on what would you do, but I'll answer first. I don't want nobody to die. Though. I don't know. It, it has to happen. <laughs> uh, just based off of just like life, like just like my mother is almost 80. Ah, that's a horrible, horrible question. Why would you do that? <laughs> it was one of those. I thought about right. it and I contemplated and I'm like, hey, if I'm going to answer it truthfully. All right. Just, just on some just life stuff, like just. My mother's been around forever, and she probably won it that way. I don't even know. She might be like, you better pick me, boy. I'm not really sure what she would say. But um, I think I'm pretty sh- No, I don't know, man. I'm going to let you go first. You're going to let me go first. Okay, yeah. you, you, you mumbled a few things that I actually was thinking. My mother, I know, would say she's lived her life. You go live your life with your wife. Yeah. But like you said, facing death. She might be like, boy, pull me the hell up. <laughs> I'm your, your mother. Still living. I can get yep. like 10 more years out of this. <laughs> um, I guess within a few seconds, I would have to get eye contact with my mother. And we would read each other well because we two of a kind. Uh-huh. And I would have to just be like, should I? And I would let her answer it. If I didn't have that choice, I'm saving my mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said, damn you for asking that question. Cause I'm pretty hey, asking it real at the at the at the at that moment, and you just know all the stuff your mother's done for you. My wife hasn't done nearly the amount of stuff my mother's done for me. Uh, no, not even ten. Uh, not even ten percent. No, I mean because you've been with your mother way longer, so it's just not even close. And to to sit to have to sit there and yeah, to have to sit. I don't know how the death would the death happen right, or would she just disappear? Like, it would just be like some uh, magical. She no, just no, disappear. All off the building. Oh and yeah, I couldn't do that. You won't see her drop, but uh, you pretty much know what happened. I and could. I did say it's a small chance she might live. No, but she'd be all retarded. I mean, not retarded, slow <laughs> or some mental. No, I don't want to see my mom like that. See, <laughs> it's so stressful. Got you saying words you won't even usually say. Yeah, mental. She'd have mental problems. It just she just wouldn't be right. Wheelchairs and yeah. Nah, I'm sorry, wife. Uh, Rita, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm almost positive she would pick her grandmother over me. I don't feel that bad. She definitely would. Go. Yeah, I don't. She, as much as she loves her grandmother, she would probably kick me off the building <laughs> to make more room for her grandmother. <laughs> like, she need more room, Casey. Yeah. See, see ya. <laughs> I would like to think, actually, I don't know. That that was, that, that is the first, what would you do? And it's. I think we've been doing this about maybe a month and a half, two months, maybe. Yeah, we've done like maybe six. Yeah, yeah. But I say that is the hardest one, and the most graphic, and the most like you almost made me feel bad for a second. Yeah, I had to sit this, there. Too, like it happened, right? I thought that too. Yeah. When I said my mother. I picture my wife fall and say, "You bastard." Yeah. <laughs> and then you got to deal with your kids. The yeah. Kids and, and yeah. you know what I mean. Olivia be like, "What happened?" Be like, "I only could save grandma and your moms, and let's just say." That's grandma sitting in the car. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you don't want to talk to me no more. And then. But say, look on the bright side. You got a grandmother. Yeah. You got a grandmother. I could always you get know. you a new mommy. No, nah, just play. That's yeah. fucked up. I, 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 that's that's a total joke. So please don't nobody feel no type of way about that. No. It's yeah. followed up with the. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> but that's true. You can't find your new grandma. Where are you going to find a new grandma at? Can't just yeah. go get a new I grandmother. And no way I can find a new mother. No, that not a new mother. You can find it's another impossible. another yeah it is impossible because I was gonna say you can't find a you can find another mother figure that the kid might actually like yeah but the chances of finding a great ass grandmother 
No. <laughs> she ain't gonna have the love. Yeah. She, you're not her family. Yeah, so. exactly. And then plus, mentally, you know, when people start getting up in age, you're lucky if your grandmother and your, you know, has got it all and, you know, can yeah. move yeah. around. You might, you know, not everybody got that. But anyway, that, it was a good one. Very, but very... It uh, would be nice. Would you feel better about letting the wife go if... You discussed it with your mother beforehand. Like you had, like I said, the eye contact and you're like, Ma, I only can do one. Who? And she's like, and she might just fall off herself. Yeah, I think it or would be. Like, look at you and be like, uh, uh, I don't know. And, and then you're like, and she's like, no. And then like the wife falls. Would you feel better if, would you feel better if your wife knew what was coming? And she was like, just, okay, I'm comfortable with it. I would. I definitely would, but I think I'd feel better if we stopped talking about this. Because you got. <laughs> hold, hold up, hold up. <laughs> hold up. You got me over here thinking about death and my mom dying and my wife dying. I don't want to talk about this no more. <laughs> hey, if that wasn't a 2020 question, baby. <laughs> yeah. Let's get past that one. In fact, okay. it, it is your job to come with a more lighthearted what would you do next time? We want to make a promise. <laughs> hand in the air, swear on the Bible. I will. But I and hope. That was my first dark one, so I'm batting one no, and six. Yeah, right? no, definitely. Definitely. But I do want people to think about it. It is interesting uh, what would you do to think about. Um, but to, when, but once you start thinking about the building and you're having to yeah. watch your mom fall and die yeah. cold, or maybe surviving and being a, a, a a vegetable. Triple, yeah, vegetable. Yeah. I thought about all that and I didn't like it. Me so too. I went through the emotions. When we yeah. do these, we don't just give answers. We no. ponder, we act, we assess, and we make well formed, founded decisions. Things and that we would really do, we might not be proud of it. Like when I say yeah. these things that my wife would just have to go, I'm not proud of that, but that just, oh. you know, gotta make you a decision. Against the one person that I might just have more love yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like you I know. wouldn't, so anyway, I wouldn't, I love Gene. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take Gene over my wife. Gene would have to die. So, you know. No, yeah, yeah. 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 And vice versa. I would have to let you go over yeah, my wife. Same thing. Yeah. yeah, you would definitely die. I'm a whole sports fan's only down for you. In fact, if whoever's making the rules to this little thing that's going on, if they say I have to take a sledgehammer and smash your head open, then that's what yeah. I'm going to do. For my mother. Yeah. 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 You like put this ice pick in a very precarious place? No problem, buddy. No problem. Sorry, Kate. You like, Kate, I'm sorry, bro. Oh man, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I know I did. Let me, let me wrap it up. This yeah. one actually needs a finishing. Yeah, All right, yeah. that was Sean Max and Sport Fans Only. Horrible, but yet intriguing. What would you do? <laughs> All right, y'all. I had a great time. It was good to be back. I'm, I'm glad. Hey, we're going to be doing two shows a week from now on. We got off our square. We wasn't I'm doing. I'm a listener. I'm going to say, man, dude said that last three times. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think. I definitely said it last time. But then yeah. this whole situation that happened that we're going to speak about it one of these days. After yeah. the 60 days. What is it? 66 weeks? I think it's 60 days. Once the 60 days it's is up. Months. Whatever it is, once it's up. I'm going in. But until that yeah. time, I can't say nothing right now, bastards. So until then, uh, yeah, but it is. Two two shows a week, and we'll give you the rundown on what happened and all that. Uh, two shows a week. So what do you, what do you say, Sean? Mon- next Monday? Ma- Monday is going to be the next one? Are, oh, you, are, you, are you off Monday? No, when Monday? are you off? When are you off now? Uh, 
Thursdays and Sundays. You know what? Maybe we should talk about this off air. You know what? We're going to have a show next week. We'll let you know on social media or whatever um, exactly when the next show is because I don't want to say it day to day, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, it not be that. So You know what we should do? What's that? On this Sunday coming, we should go live for an hour while football's on. Just do some, yeah, do some football talk, huh? Yeah, but live on like uh, Instagram Live and go live on Facebook. We might get the most audience if we try to do it during the Giants or Jets halftime. Because everybody around here is going to be watching. I mean, not not saying everybody's a Giants yeah. or Jets fan, but everybody might watch. Imagine someone's watching football and still looking at That's the phone true. with us and seeing what they're saying, making comments because well, it could be live. Yeah, even, even live even, comments. Even though it's live, it'll get recorded and people can see it. Some other time yeah. and still comment. So we'll do that. We'll come on Sunday and we'll do a little hour um, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, and we'll do a little live thing. And uh, yeah. uh, the best is probably let's start doing halftime of the first games. That way we can talk about the first half, what we think is going to happen in the second half, and then we'll, who we think is going to. We'll do some picks for the uh, four o'clock games. Right, I like cool. that segment. Yeah, I like that sounds good. So uh, be checking out for us on Sunday. I'll leave some promotion up before then. Uh, just to let you guys know and to remind you. So anyway, uh, this is Sports Fans Only. I'm KJ. That's Sean Mack. Sean Mack. Sean Mack. Yeah. Yeah. You guys take care, and uh, we'll see you on Sunday. Peace. I need you to shut in my life Not just for the meanwhile, for a long, long time Better believe it oh, oh. Whenever you're not in my presence It feels like I'm missing my blessings, yeah So I sleep through the daylight, stay awake all night Till you're back again, oh yeah, yeah You think I'm biased to my significant other
honest to me Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah You're all that matters to me Reaching out to hold me 
I know you gon' miss me, for we've been together like Nike Airs and Crisp Tees. Estats with polo fleeces, purple label shit with the logo secret. Give me a couple years, shit, I might just sneak in. A couple words and like peaches and herb. We'll be reunited and feel so hood. How the whole world saying, I still so good. Well, I do this in my slumber summer. I ain't none of these half-ass newcomers, you know how I do. I drop heat when you bring the sun up The combo make niggas act up I pick a gun up, niggas back up They know I'm not no fronter I don't talk shit, I just flip an onya Sorry Lance, I'm just trying to advance my quotes I ain't making you the butt of my jokes But let's not stray from what I came to say To my beloved, think we need some time away They say if you love it, you should let it out It's Cajun, fuck it, if it comes back you know it's there to stay It's tugging at my heart But this time a part is needed From the public Who should've gave me the public Instead gave me the ass to kiss But you know me thugging to the casket dips But still shine light down on all my pairs I know they wear Some queer I still want them to share And all the success I receive I know you can't believe I still love them but they don't love me They like the drunk uncle in your family You know they lame, you feel ashamed But you love them the same like when niggas make subliminal records If it ain't directed directly at me I don't respect it You don't really want it with ho For the record, I put a couple careers on ho You could be next kid Keep entering the danger zone You gon' make that boy ho Put your name in the song If you that hungry for fame Fuck, come on, say when Take ten paces and spin 
But on another note, about to take another vacate on another boat. Damn, a motherfucker rode his way out the hood. And I pray that I stay out for good. But any day you know a nigga could try to play like you should. Then I gotta play like Dutch. You pass the Dutchy, I blast you. Trust me, niggas can't fuck with me. I'm in a good mood, you lucky. I got a good groove. And I ain't trying to fuck my thing up. But I will lay down a couple green bucks, get you cleaned up. Non-poke fiction, coke for fifth and young niggas that blast for me. No religion. Listen here, summer baby. I just believe it's the right thing to do. I got a brand new bitch, corporate America. She's showing me a lot of action right now. And I know you put me on my feet and all, but I mean, it's time for me to grow. You gotta let me go, baby. You gotta let me go. I'm done for now, so one for now. Possibly forever, we had fun together. But like all good things, we must come to an end. Please show the same love to my friends, dear Summer. All right. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. This has been Keith Johnson with his co-host, Sean Mack. And this is Sports Fans Only. <laughs>